listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Girl, you're working with some ass, yeah. You're bad, yeah. Make a nigga spend his cash, yeah. His last, yeah. Holes frown when you pass, yeah. They mad, yeah. You gonna ride in the jag, yeah. With that head, you can smoke, uh, you can smoke a fire bag, yeah. A grass, yeah. Got money, I can flash, yeah. And trash, yeah. I'm a big time a nigga, yeah. Pull a trigger, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tills podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. And we have brought together the most uh angelic blackness um here at the Black Guy Tips, which yes. uh you know, of course you can find on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, all the places that you normally, you know, find these things, cause uh, you know, that's what we out here doing in these streets. Mm-hmm. Um and speaking of these streets, uh we got the street minister for the Cold Slither uh network, CSPN, media mogul uh jamal over there has he doing it all ain't he right he has a collection of black talent over there and uh you know the 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 person that's behind the scenes um making it all go together Mm -hmm. producing multiple shows over there um like audio behind behind the mic in front of the mic talent it's our girl mel uh aka beauty jackson you can follow on twitter beauty underscore jackson just a general media fellow over there uh what's going on i'm good i think amani's trying to get chose over there i don't know what's happening in the chat but amani we gonna have to talk later um <laughs> hey y'all hey everybody how's everything going good good i've just been looking at you and google eyeing and loving your hair and oh i'm just in love but you know you're one of my favorite people my god put like this I have a, a handful of people that's on my like lifetime bucket list. Like before I leave, I got to meet these people, and you was one of them. Listen, I'm not going to the upper room without a Karen hug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rod, you could be there, mm. but yeah, you know, I watch. You, you don't know why I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you and everybody else, I feel like. Uh, Eric, everybody I, come to see the real talent me <laughs> yeah i like how everybody takes it goes out the way to let me know like that i ain't shit they like uh you know it's really about your wife and i'm like i know i i married her i was i was ahead of the curve so oh. and fiery mm-hmm. now that i am now yeah i i yeah i really am she is man um she's growing in all kinds of ways these days man yesterday um we were supposed to go out to get something to eat after the show and she said what you want to eat and i said my customary well what you want and then she said well i actually have several ideas and i said who is this who is right right. who have you been going out with and who is this woman that stole in my house because no normally we have to go through it i'm not normally no snitch but usually when your girl knows a whole bunch of places that's because she's been going out with the side dude yeah maybe that's what it is y'all i'm just saying we had you know they were all places we had been but it was just she don't normally she don't normally have that normally she just goes back and forth where it's like i don't know about this what about that i don't know well then i you know i give up and i'm just like what 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 you what you want what do you want and then she's like no no you choose and you know that thing but she was like actually uh on the itinerary I, uh, I, I, I we have several list. several selections tonight uh from the dinner menu i said okay then let's do this so yes i is monkey grub hub now mm-hmm. <laughs> it was refreshing i liked it like i like this i was ready because you know how every now and then you just have your mouth tuned up for something i was like i got this list of places and i had really 
like i don't play like this it didn't even matter which one you picked i'd have been happy with any of them but they were it was funny because they were all places that we just started going to mm-hmm. in the last few weeks um because i was like each time i'll just be like well why don't we just go there fuck it like we always drive by this place like why not try something different and um you know i'm three for three man uh friends is oh, good now if you ever come to charlotte friends is lit now when you go in there you you know it's a bunch of white folks in there so you might think okay the name sounds black but it's white folks in here but i think fran is actually back in the back cooking <laughs> in the back and you know they just stole her name they were like what we named this place fuck it let's call it after fran and some <laughs> white woman was like well i'll be the face of it they were like fuck it we don't care and fran was like you know what i'm i'm nothing but a good old slave master i let you take my name i just cook in the background because that shit is fucking delicious that's like friends is it's it's called friends filling station and uh i knew it was good because it got the kind of hours where you drive all the way out there and it'd be closed you know like the yeah. the good restaurants always be like we are open on the autumn solstice from <laughs> 12 a.m to 1 a.m is uh, it one of those places that like close randomly in the middle of the day? Yes, yes. yeah, because they don't gotta be open long. It's crack. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And, and you know, and and it's 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 so much crack that they don't even open up on Sundays, right? Like like you know, that's why I said it gotta be black. Because she was like, you know what? I'm gonna do on Sunday. I'm gonna praise my Lord. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do up in here, but I ain't missing Bible study and Sunday school and after church choir practice for y'all. Yeah, even in slavery, they gave uh the slaves Sunday off a lot of times. Right work them six days a week but yeah the hours are like open from lunch then we take a five-hour break Break. then we open for dinner or or some days only dinner some days no lunch and uh but it's fire they got some honey chicken that man listen it it was flame it was like honey maple chicken bites or something some crazy shit part of my promise to myself at 40 is i'm not I'm crossing like people off. It's like, oh, when I visit, when I visit, it's like, no, I'm setting up like I'm looking at dates, I'm looking at flights. When is the best time to travel here? Because I'm not, I'm not, I am definitely forty. Looks like gotta be look like Wolverine. Um, but yeah, no, I so that like I don't want to delay that anymore. I'm gonna do that. See my folks. You know, that's one of the things. I think we take people for granted, right? Because we can talk to each other every day on the internet, right? It's like, okay, no, I still want to smell your breath, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so that's it's something that's, about that's one it. Of the things that I'm going to do get back to like really hanging out with people because I've been a hermit, especially for the last year. Mm. I haven't even been to my like I didn't go to I didn't go back to New Orleans a lot for a lot of reasons, but. I haven't been to my second home, D.C., in since 2015. Wow. So I'll come, yeah, like November 2015. So I've just been, like, centralized. And it's, it's time to break out of that. I hear you, man. That Sometimes you have to get off the net and meet these yeah. people in the face to be reminded that they're real people and stuff, man, and to let people know you appreciate them while they're still here, man. Yeah, because... Uh, and remind them that you're a real person. Right. right. That's true. Right. Because sometimes it feels like the way people talk to each other, like we forget that yeah. we're humans a lot of the times. You know, I always try to remind myself of that all the time when I'm talking to people because it's like, I don't want people... Just because I might not, might not agree with you on something... I don't want that to mean to, that I don't yeah. think you're a human being anymore. 
you know right. it, I mean, obviously you know it varies if it's some crazy like just ridiculous like but but a lot of times it'll come down to just like philosophical differences and people will be like fuck that motherfucker every time i see them it's on it's like yeah right. I, I don't think it works like that uh face to face a lot of times like it you doesn't. learn to kind of coexist and you also get a fuller picture of people so you remember that there's 90 percent of shit that you fuck with this person on right so why would i get rid of them over the one thing we don't see eye to eye on but i feel like now with block and mute and all this shit it just makes it so much easier to be like man fuck this person i'm done or whatnot but i've I've been unblocking people Mm. um mostly because and it's been like more of an exercise for me than anything not necessarily because i think people have changed because i think a lot of these but because some people are just trolls and the way they get their jollies is by saying stupid shit on the internet that they don't even necessarily believe right and so since since I think you don't even believe it, why am I going to engage you in this stupid ass argument? So there's that. Then there's also the fact that as I get more, you know, as my personality or whatever becomes more public, there are going to be a lot of people who just don't like me and don't like right. what I right. And I'm going to be very vocal about how they share that, and I have to be able to function without isolating myself from that because I'm not going to be able to isolate myself from a bad book review mm. or a bad or whatever so it's just one of those things where um, I started kind of changing my mind about that when I read about after after Trump was elected Mm. and they talk about how we were quote unquote blindsided by his election but it's because we blocked the people who were you know who would have supported him it's like oh really that's what you think block so you've got like as soon as they come for you block block oh you Mm. say that block so we kind of isolated ourselves from an entire section of people as though they don't exist and it's like yeah you need to you can control what you take in but we've gone overboard with it so that's one of the reasons I've kind of like relaxed and done some I'm not all some of y'all motherfuckers just want to stay dead but yeah i see for me it's like i I try to weigh uh, a few factors but one like you know there's some people that just don't respect your humanity and Mm -hmm. you know it's hard like i can't i i'm I'm not at the point where i can like let those kind of people come in my space um and i don't i don't know that i ever will be really um um because i don't really you know so i'll say that you don't like i'm not like if you're harassing me no you gotta go right different so if you just disagree and it's a strong disagreement okay that's a strong disagreement right but i don't act like you don't exist because we disagree right yeah like so like yeah so like in in a lot of cases there are people where it's just like um maybe we disagreed about i don't know bernie sanders but i and, and there's people i still fuck with that they you know like that's they man but i don't i don't agree we have space for each other and we're cool and then there's some people that take it overboard to the harassing or they won't let it go and stuff and like i said that's also a function of the we're not seeing each other as human because when you see somebody as human you're like well we disagree but that's my dog like i have family members that have uh issues where i'm like well i'm like yeah i don't really you know agree with that and every time it comes over and be like hey man you know i don't fuck with that but that's still my that's still fam you know what i mean like it's not it's not necessarily about um ostracizing or whatnot but it's also about the fact that we 
uh have to coexist and i think we lose a little bit of that on the internet and especially like the bigger following people have right um and then other people's trust issues and stuff like that you end up in these situations where uh anytime you beef or you have an issue with somebody else that is popular or another person that y'all exist in the same sphere there's always people on the outside silently hoping y'all get it together like it's always more people on the outside that are like eh, i don't want to get involved but i like you and i like you i, I don't want to pick you know like people in a divorce yeah. and then there's all and then there's always a very vocal what i consider to be a minority of people they hop in to be like egging it on on each side and i think it's easier to give in to that because they're kind of yeah. feeding our egos like the ego is the everybody got an ego the ego is you're right fuck everybody else and if they got a problem with it fuck them too and and i feel like we get that shit fed and that's that i try to keep a perspective of the whole picture of that the other people that are silently hoping we work it out too as well as the people who are like you know i agree with you well i think that especially when you look at like a, a format like twitter which is where a lot of us do our interacting it, it's you've got the people who are very intelligent and have intelligent things to say and you enjoy them and even if they say controversial things you know you either disagree you agree whatever um and it's it's kind of a community but then you've also got those people who just kind of need low-key idolatry Mm -hmm. and and (laughs) so like everything they say has to be right right and if you disagree with them, you're an enemy and, and you know, you have to be torn down. And that's kind of bullshit. And, and, and I've had, you know, words, you know, with, with different people. And one of the things that I will tell anybody, if I'm hopping off on something, I'm a big girl and I don't need any pylons. I don't need any help. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, I don't inspire witch hunts. I don't want that. Right. That's not even something that makes me feel like it makes me feel awful. If I'm saying something, if I'm making a statement based on my experience, I appreciate your support. And I'm not saying I don't, but I don't need you to like hold me up like fucking um, Daenerys Targaryen. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, like I got this. I, I appreciate <laughs> it, but, but I got this. I'm just like a regular person and, and I have flaws. So because the, the other thing is like people will go up for you so hard. And then when it comes out, that you're a human being and you do fucked up things too and all that. Then when it's time to get in your ass, you know, it's like right. they almost feel betrayed. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm very vocal in telling people, no, I might not tell my business, but like there's what I present to you and there's what's in the background. And some of that is a lot of flaws, right. a lot of flaws. And no, I'm not going to tell them to you because it's not your motherfucking business, right. but they exist and I'm not going to deny their existence. So, you know, like, recognize that I'm a person. I'm some like, I got married at 22 to a nigga named Rico. I make a lot of bad choices. <laughs> don't, don't, don't think that I'm above reproach, like, ever. Don't, don't set yourself up like that. Yeah, I feel like, uh, too, like, we've watched Twitter change over year, over the years, like, mm. when we first got on there. 
and i th- and we watch actually people come become more savvy to be honest yes and like we watch people <clears throat> become brands grow into brands develop yeah. brands you know we especially black people right like we particularly black women in my opinion right. not, not that men haven't come on the on to come up but particularly black women we've seen people actually get whole careers off yeah. of what they put on social media right and when twitter first started like 2008 2009 you know probably before that but i got on in 2009 it wasn't like this at all right. a lot of people just went out on twitter back in the day y'all really just to have a good time yeah like, it was just like a big ass chat room and i've seen people like uh delete all their old tweets i've mm-hmm. seen people uh rebrand their name several times start up entire new um you know uh personalities almost yes, and, sir. and a lot wow. of it's become i mean it's it's to me it's it's a natural development even though if you flash forward it seven years you'd be like this is totally different but it's a natural yeah. development once you realize like people are paying attention people are getting money off of this shit um these these words stick around forever mm-hmm. like these are things that in 2010 i just don't think we people are looking at twitter like myspace or yeah you know like one day this won't be around so let's just have some fun pull your titties out and all this shit mm-hmm. and then now we look back and we're like uh actually um you can't just pull your titties out no more because that will fuck your right. whole career up uh you know like there are, uh, <laughs> there are things i i i will admit that i have deleted some tweets when I said dumb shit, mm-hmm. but not all of them because I'm a person who was right. saying dumb shit. Right. And um, but I did the things that I took down were things that I considered more harmful to other people. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm a woman, so there's somebody to call me stupid at least ten times a day. Right. So like I'm not so much worried about being viewed in that way. I am worried about being viewed as someone who's harmful to somebody else. Yeah, and I, I think also what changed the game, because even that used to be a thing where people didn't necessarily have to go back and do anything, because you, you know, it's like, well, that was seven years ago, or whatever. Now, yeah. now that like, once Twitter started leading to people having opportunities, I think especially when Trevor Noah first got hired, and they went through his old tweets, that was a game changer for a lot of people to like clean your shit up or start your brand over because if you do make it off of this platform into something else there are people that you have that don't fuck with you period like at some point there's always gonna be people that don't fuck with you it doesn't matter what you believe who you are what you say they they will find the time they will go back and they will find the things you said that weren't as flattering the shit that wasn't woke the shit that you thought was funny and might have been funny in 2010 to most people but in 2017 ain't so it's kind of interesting to watch all that shit take place but in uh within all that i feel like um we still ended up losing a lot of people's uh at least perception of humanity. They sound static in the ro- in the uh, chat, so I'm gonna refresh one more time, guys. Be right back. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. We'll, we'll be, be right, right back. back. Um. All right. Let me see. Should be back in about five seconds. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, you just never know with this. Uh, crowdcast what's i just had to up i just had to update my computer this morning so it's just a girl <laughs> all right i should be back i hope it's not roboting you guys let us know yeah and and to piggyback on some of the things y'all were saying 
um and i guess my perspective is a little different than y'all's when it comes to social media because i own i'm on social media i do have a you know a pretty modest following but i don't i am not on the platform that you two are on like 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 as far as followers like y'all have when it comes to the platform for the average person y'all are above average that's kind of funny when it comes to follower count y'all are like really up there i'm not so for me a lot of people that i block when you're talking about blocking mail people people that i block are like the overflow of shit that actually people attack roderick so they'll say something to him find me and then come at me oh we're not having a conversation you know and i think for me i feel like this and maybe because i'm an old school country girl don't come say nothing to me you wouldn't say to my face so i'm blocking you anyway i don't care if you all civilized a real person and got fucking common sense don't come to me on goddamn 10 because if we were face to face you wouldn't come yelling at me so fuck you i'll block you and no i'm not unblocking you mm-hmm. <laughs> um. that's, that was that's one of the things that i had to um address like who i actually am um just overall because i like i know what i used to be and what i am now and so there are people who talk to you in a certain way like i didn't grow up in we just cyber bully each other and we go back and forth till time immemorial until one of us drops dead i came from you gotta say but so much and then we gotta fight mm-hmm. and and that's not number one i'm 40 and i don't have time to be fighting nobody and 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 also i have things to lose i have a career i have two children who you know i'm gonna have to explain okay mama in jail because she beat somebody ass but don't you do that like there's just all these things so it's it's a way that you just have to not only tailor your experience but also learn how to deal with people coming at you and learn how to preserve especially if this is what you want to do as a business learn how to preserve your brand so that people know not to fuck with you, but that it's not going to end in a felony either. Because mm. like I, I, I grew up fighting country boys barefoot on gravel. So there are places you do not want to go with me. I know it looks like that. Like I, I know I use big words. I'm from a whole other place. So I just try to keep it contained in a way that I can manage. And I treat everyone else like that. You don't know where people are from you don't know what they've been through and so it's good to just treat them with the consideration that you would want for yourself that's one of the things uh, again even when I'm disagreeing with people because there are things that we that we lose in text we all want to believe that we're super super smart and we can always discern tone right. but we really can't right. and then when you look at how broad <clears throat> um, how broad the internet is you don't know like you see what a person chooses to say in a bio, but like I have friends who have Asperger's who are very, very literal. So sometimes the things that might they might tweet or type will come off as abrupt or low-key rude, but they just speak in a very like literal, direct way and there's no like subtext behind it but since I might be a snarky motherfucker, then I'm gonna add, you know, I'm gonna add all this shit to it. So that's another thing that you have to deal with when you're when you're absorbing somebody else's words. Mm-hmm. Is this it or do I just not get it? Yeah, I've had like that. Somebody cracked a joke with me. I want to say it was Thursday or Friday morning. It was like a low-key joke. And it, while the situation wasn't necessarily funny, mm-hmm. 
they were kind of adding like you know like a little barb to it and i just didn't get it and i was like well what do you mean and don't text me with this and blah, blah, blah. and they're like okay okay um so i was joking i'm like my bad is 5 30 and i had no 6 30 and i had no coffee so <laughs> sorry and and that's another thing that has helped me apologize i'm like if you're wrong if you misread somebody's right. intent and i think that's one of the things that where I can say that I do have a hair trigger and that's just one of my flaws that I always work on. Since I know it's my flaw, I try to be a little quicker to apologize rather than just assuming that I'm right. And that's another reason I don't want anybody like jumping on my bandwagon because if I got something dead wrong, Mm. I don't need to have started like an asshole circle when I'm wrong. You know, so... Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's a lot when, especially when you're talking to a large group of people. And this is not something that I was groomed for or prepared for. Right. I, high school graduate, has been a legal secretary damn near my whole life with two kids. I was not, I didn't plan to be in the public eye. But to a certain extent or to a greater extent than your average person, I am. So I kind I just, it's how you say you, you act like you got the job you want. Yeah, yeah. And I and I saw so I think for me when you talk about like reading uh when I read words, I read words. And people a lot of people underestimate the words mean things. So a lot of people on social media, particularly Twitter, they just put things out in the world. And so when you yeah. do that, you you leave it up to the interpretation of that person to interpret it and how they interpret it. That's why in some situations I rather have a face to face because tone mean things body language mean things facial expressions mean things you know like they mean things and when you when i read something and if i see your body language by it with those same words it might not actually come off in the same manner and when you're talking about brand i had to come to the realization that we're a brand and like you say nobody the average person unless you're born a child star and even then the average person is not bought up with uh, with somebody that teaches them about uh public relations you know the average person is not to the point to where you know here's your brand here's what you say you know you're gonna react to these questions here's what you do when you're under attack here's how you answer it here's how you squash stuff you know refer them to me no for the average person who has built their brand on social media you are everything you're the promoter you're the, the you're the you're the um person behind the scenes you know you the producer you the sponsor like you literally do everything and when you do and everything you worked all day. right right and it's you worked all day y'all have like we have like i have a job that i work all day and then like that's the other thing so you're also exhausted right. so there are things you're gonna miss also you're going through it uh 24 7 now because you can right. just log on and talk anytime you want like Correct. it'll be funny because it'll be like someone tweeting like i have insomnia but i'm also about to talk about politics tonight and it's like you know as if you were a professional situation you probably don't want to have a lack of sleep and be talking about something that could piss everybody off at three in the morning but you know what i mean like we we pick on trump for doing it but we all kind of go through it at our own times as well um because we don't have media people and pr people that 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 filter us between this and and the responses we get and stuff but one of the things i do think is important like i said is seeing that humanity in people because i also suffer from that people reading tone into shit that i'm saying where i'm 
literally not like i'm not being sarcastic i'm not trying to be funny i don't have a agenda um but i understand that you know like say you get asked a certain question certain questions like 90 percent of the time it is from somebody with an agenda so right. like 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 a, so why can't all lives matter that's a question that 99 percent of the time is just somebody asking you that because they want to troll and they're about to then give you a bunch of stats about black on black crime or some bullshit but maybe once in a while from a friend or somebody you know they ask that question they legitimately don't know you know what i mean and there's and there's that moment where you could be uh graceful understanding kind whatever uh of their of their ignorance or whatever just the fact that they want to know or because you've seen it a hundred times you might just be like man fuck you i can't believe you would do this we ain't cool no more and that seems like uh the place a lot of people go and it's a place i try to keep myself from going because you know oftentimes when i do react like that i normally feel bad immediately and i know the new wave is to be like never forgive anybody never feel bad but sometimes i do man like i like that whole like i'm being petty shit i don't feel good about being petty longer than i'm petty you know what I'm so like right. the second that i'm like have come to my senses i'm like yeah that was probably the worst possible way to handle that shit like like this it's, it's like you wake up out of a fucking dream or something you just like i think i just fucked up a whole friendship with this person over nothing so yeah man it, it is a, a fine line man but um i don't even know how we got into that but uh i, I think that's a great conversation for people out there in the world yeah it, it yeah like you said and i should probably introduce the show oh, um, I'm about to say something else. oh go ahead don't no, play it no play go ahead and my thing uh going back to some of the things you're talking about, about seeing people one thing people uh assume on the internet a lot of people assume that everybody on the internet is not real and what they fail to realize is that people are real i literally have real life functioning relationships with people that i've only seen them through the internet like real life functioning hey you my dog how you doing how your kids like and go ahead you know what you would think that the fact that we're on the internet like me you male everybody we individually are on there would immediately make us feel like well the other people must be human too you know what i mean just because it's us you know i don't like being approached as a brand i don't like that shit i don't like being approached as like when motherfuckers be like you need to be responsible with your voice not to be like are you fucking do you know that i'm gonna take a shit earlier later and i'm gonna go play basketball and i'm gonna hang out with my boy like i'm a person first before you before any of this shit I had to deal with that pretty recently where the, where the presumption was that all of my friends and all of my relationships are only internet based because that's where you see me. And it's like, it's sad that she got to go on the internet. Like, I, so <laughs> I have friendships that are literally decades. I have right. a friend, like one of my closest friends has been my friend for 35 years. I have several friends who have been my friends for 25 years. You don't know that because they're not on Twitter or they're not on Twitter often. The only reason some of them are on Twitter is because I'm on there and they're like, yep, girl, you're still crazy. And we'll like find <laughs> that or talk. I don't see them often because I'm all the way in Schittsburg. Right. But so it's, it's just people make all of these assumptions because, okay, this is what I do. And this is something that I'm actually building. But I actually have friends and your need to believe that I 
zone is a little weird and maybe says something about you right and and i'm gonna tell you right now a lot of people even a lot of older people have this misconceived notion that's very old when the internet and facebook and twitter and all these places first started even when it comes to online dating it was very weird and abstract to the normal person right and so for a lot of people they go oh y'all out there with a bunch of strangers a bunch of freaks and weirdos right them people ain't real like like and that's what and and that perception still rose to today so they couldn't understand you getting online actually forming real relationships with people real life relationships like i have some really really good friends that if it was not for social media i would not know who these people were and so and from that you grow from that like at some period of time even though i see you online we have to meet outside of that i don't know why people think that online relationships only stick online eventually it becomes something where you see this person in real life y'all see each other face to face y'all make other arrangements y'all talk outside of social media because the thing is a lot of times especially with with us and Chris and Phenom and a lot of people, Aaron, a lot of people in, in the circles that we run in, a lot of people fail to realize a lot of us talk outside of social media. Like we are actually real true life friends. So a lot of times people wonder why they can't come in and kind of tear those walls down and kind of almost want to turn us against each other yeah. and all that stuff. Like a lot of people wonder why, because we actually have built these real functioning relationships and they mean something to us. Yeah. We came from the and ASL. We, I'm sorry. We came from the ASL generation. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. That ASL. <laughs> we came from and the dollar. The thing about it is, like, when you look at it, it's like, again, it's it's another version of not recognizing humanity, right? right? Because it's like, okay, I am on the internet. If all you th- do, I think I am the only normal person on the internet because right. that's strange. You know, um, CJ and I met on the internet and people didn't realize that siege and i didn't know each other prior and didn't really like hug and hang out until very recently right and and it was still the same because i'm like i'm mal and there are certain things like i said there are certain things i don't divulge everything about myself but i'm still melanie people who have known me from high school will come across my twitter and be like bitch you're still a nut and that's just you know, that's just who I am. So you're not going to get a whole extra different motherfucker when you meet me. I am loud and crazy and will say things that I probably shouldn't. And, <laughs> and, and that's just, that's just kind of that, that's part of the, the experience. Yeah. I think, I think we also like, uh, there's this thing where we went from oversharing. I think to start with certain things and now people are kind of reining themselves in because you know i you know there was a time when people would be like i'm just going to talk on here on twitter about like it's after dark now yeah i'm just talking about cunnilingus for the next four hours and we and that was like a thing it was just everybody being like oh you know what i like about uh listen this is how you got to get on that clip and it's like now i can't see you wouldn't see that happening so readily with certain people like after dark twitter kind of changed a little bit it you know did. it shifted it's, Pe- it's you know not the same because you can't like there was a time where you could kind of do that and it felt like it was all 
a closed network um and now it feels like that shit will come back on your ass at the most inappropriate time it's just like uh i saw you on melissa harris Perry's show and uh what's up with that dick sucking it's like oh come on now yeah i'm at work now what you doing i seen this tweet back in 2017 what were you talking about eating ass and licking balls yeah you still eat ass man i I saw you on uh highly questionable you still eat ass come on man calm down so i I feel like Mm -hmm. things changed and i like i and there are because i have some really risque shit out there and those things i didn't delete mm. um like it's still so if you search don't don't go searching but if you do <laughs> like, you know, you don't what what, you, what 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 terms what terms do you think i should put in still a person and that's you know that's who i was but um i'm also you know talking to me crazy you might get shot so don't don't you know. <laughs> and, and like, once it came to a once it, i was in a broader audience you know, I don't, there are certain ways I don't want people to approach me. And I don't mean in a way that I'm asking for it, but when you say certain things, it seems like you're opening up a conversation. I'll put it to you like that. And there are certain people I realize I don't want you to think I'm opening up that conversation. Like I can, like, right. Like, oh, if you're talking about this thing, that means when I see you in public, I can walk up to you and be like, so about dick sucking, it's like, no, no. That's not, yeah. that's not okay. And that was one of the things too. Uh, it was one of the things where I realized I wanted to be the conversations that I wanted to have on Twitter. I wanted to be able to have those, um, offline as well. If you, if you're going to continue a conversation, then that's mostly the conversations that I start. Not weigh in on certain things, but it's just, there are more eyes on my things. And also for me, my children are older. So mm. my children are somewhere out there in social media and my shit is getting shared across platforms. Mm-hmm. So right. maybe I'll say something that's on Twitter and my kids may not be on Twitter, but they'll see it on Tumblr or they do people still tell are people still on Tumblr? Uh, I, don't I know mean, that. I'm but on there, I'm on there, but I, I'm up to some lascivious things. So. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm on there for the booty pics. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie. That's why my account is that I like the booty wow. pic and the titty shaking. That's why oh. I, you know why I came from. I will straight up mute, unblock, uh, I mean, block and unfollow anybody kicking knowledge on Tumblr. Like, my Tumblr's so ignorant. Like, if I accident, if I follow you because I want to see some fucking and you have the audacity to lay up some type of post, post. about cultural appropriation, mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, activism, any other shit that I actually do believe in, I don't hear it. My dick is in my hand, dog. We not about to have this discussion about Where about this what are the nipples dog come on i'm here for the areolas right we are not on here to be sharing spreading the word man mm-hmm. i i fucked yeah, around and I, fell into I, I fell into woke um tumblr one time i it, had to get eject mm-mm. quick they out there no woke on tumblr mm, i don't know i'm here for the thick thighs right i'm like man anyway what oh. is the meat? That's what I want to see. I was so disgusted with that. Oh. So disgusted. Yeah, I fell over there one day and was like, ew, how did I end up over here? Right. I'm like, are y'all so steam bitch? Get the fuck out of here. Right. Like, like my Tumblr can't be, uh, somebody getting, doing a webcam show and then the next one is somebody telling me, uh, why I need to stop shopping at Walmart because the white man is something. No, 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 nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, so eject on that. Yeah. Um, all right. 
so things i wanted to bring up one we are sponsored today shadow dog productions is sponsoring this ratchetness guys um ah! uh basically they want you guys to go out and buy their albums we have two albums karen and i sunspot and other ratchetness and of course the best erotic karen you can find these on spotify and um title and stuff for free um or you can buy them on amazon and itunes either way um go listen to them check them out mm-hmm. leave us a review leave a comment hit at shadow dog pride on twitter let them know what you think about uh you know me and karen being silly and we recorded so many more that y'all haven't heard yet um and i can't wait for them to finish editing those so they can come out and y'all can hear us act even more stupider yes uh, <laughs> as we uh do comedy audio plays um as far as news let's see what do i want to talk about uh, well i kind of talked about this uh with justin on friday for our boss deep sports podcast okay um but uh i haven't talked about it with you karen i haven't talked about it with mel okay um but have you guys heard of a man named lavar ball uh yes <laughs> I think he's a little familiar. Okay. All right. Low-key fellow, I believe. Yeah. Not a lot of really hey. reserved. Yeah, I've heard of that guy. Takes attention. Um, so uh Lavar Ball, for those that aren't informed, I don't know who you are, but he uh is the father of a NBA draft prospect who's gonna probably be a top five draft pick um coming into the league this year lonzo ball and he's been he's a very braggadocious dude um he's the he's his father he's the father and i would say like maybe the manager possibly the agent of the of his son he has two other sons who also ball who will be coming up uh you know shortly and um because he has these three two at least two of them are nba prospect sons um he's kind of a person that you have to deal with if you want to um sign his sons or whatnot he's taking full control of their image their marketing all that stuff yeah i'm gonna tell you right now i've heard that man name so much i ever i call him the child's name i was like yeah Laval bought him you were like that ain't that ain't the ball player i was like well shit i don't even know his baby's name lonzo is the baby uh now um the thing is i have steadfastly consistently been on the i don't know why y'all take this dude so seriously he clearly is a barbershop nigga and it we can't have like his like his outlandish point of view can't be what starts the discussion in in sports for some of these serious topics just because he's not a serious person in my opinion um and i still feel that way played didn't he average like two points per game or something stupid like that yeah but he could be michael joy one-on-one according to him um uh he just says outlandish things like i'm like it i saw people using some of the crazy things he said to be like should we have a discussion about race in sports and i'm like i don't think you should not off of him like can we wait till somebody important says something stupid? I don't even want to talk about it when Barkley want to talk about it. Lord yeah. knows I don't want to talk about it when LeVar Ball talks about it. Who the fuck is he? But no. You know, mm-hmm. I would like to, the, there's, there's so many slices to the pie of LeVar Ball because when you're a proud parent, it's very hard not to talk about your kid. Mm-hmm. If anybody like you should be, especially when you're when your kid is doing something, and especially if they do it well, you're their first cheerleaders. Like you should be their biggest, loudest cheerleaders. That's right. just part of 
being a good and supportive parent, right? So I get him being proud of his boys. I get him big up in his boys. I don't get the fact that they're saying his name more than they're saying his son's name. I don't, like, I'm tired of it. And to me, like, Lonzo looks like Tyson looks whenever I know I'm being extra. Mm. But he looks like that, like, every time you see him. (laughs) Every time you see him. Like, when I I know, like, I don't look at BB when I'm being extra because she's the pop-off twin. So, like, it's like, okay, we about to get crunk up in this bitch. Whereas Tyson is like, oh, my God, please well, you you know it, that's that's there's two things with that, right? Because um, on the one hand, you do have uh, this idea that he's in a professional capacity operating on his kids' behalf. They don't right. have to bring him on for these interviews, and which is one of the reasons that I decided to check out the same way I check out of most cable news. You can't bring Jeffrey Lord on, cuss him out, and then spread have me spread that viral shit around like Anderson Cooper went in on Jeffrey Lord. Anderson Cooper should have never invited Jeffrey Lord's ass on the show. So we wouldn't have like just give me a moment of you reporting some news without you having to bring on this troll. I rather I would prefer that. I don't bring trolls on our podcast. Like I only fuck with people that I fuck with. Like you ain't never gonna catch me on here being like, I don't fuck with this nigga, but y'all, we gonna argue. Fuck that shit, man. So that's one of the things that one of the reasons i'm i couldn't take him serious i was just like i tune out because y'all gonna bring him on he gonna say something outrageous and then y'all gonna have three days worth of news off of this dude when really it's not newsworthy he's just a parent of a dude uh that's in the draft the second thing is he makes it where you have to bring up his parenting and people don't want to uh people want to be protective of that but his brand and his only connection to the stories is that he is the parent of this kid. So you can't go, my business is being this kid's parent and I'm making all these decisions, but don't you dare question my decisions. You, you, you can't have it both. He is, and I, I, I thought this on Friday and I, and I, and I feel like this analogy is perfect. He is a living Facebook meme by which I mean, if you've ever, you guys are familiar with Facebook there's these memes that start fights and the reason they start fights is because they're not 100 percent right or wrong in any area they but they just they're bl- they're vague enough to bring bring enough enough bring together enough issues to make us all fight right. for example if you saw a meme that had like a girl in a thong and a bra walking out the house with a book bag and it was like y'all gonna let y'all daughter with us to school that's a perfect facebook meme yes it is somebody gonna say uh women should be able to wear what they want why are you blaming her if something happened to her it's not her fault and then you're gonna have other people that are like uh i'm a parent of a daughter i'm open-minded about women wearing what they want no the fuck she can't leave my house in no bra and no panties that's crazy meanwhile this scenario's never happened like no never. it would never happen anyway it's but people are at each other's throats over it because they bring their own issues to it and they fight on that that's LeVar Ball. People are bringing up issues of, uh, well, he's a black man. We need to support him because he's black. Uh, he's an asshole. I just don't like him because he's an asshole. Uh, yeah. He's an entrepreneur taking on these big companies. He's costing his son money. It's a bunch of shit that everybody just picking their couple of things and fighting on it. And I'm like, couldn't we just avoid this? And I felt like it came to a head last week. I'm going to play this clip it's um an interview can we can you see i'm about to put it in the chat player you know you know i got you you know i got you uh so i hadn't seen it 
this one might actually be the audio clip but either way um uh he he had this um interview that he did on uh colin cowherd's fox sports show which um is a for lack of a better term a terrible show he's a telling her like there's a room of three people in this clip i'm about to play and all three of them can go to hell so it's like so it's like people were picking a side and i was like but don't all three of them kind of suck um so he goes on colin cowherd's show colin Colin cowherd also has a co-host named Catherine Leahy, um who uh you know host the show with them and then there's levar ball sitting on the couch uh is the video showing mm-hmm. okay cool uh, i'll try to blow it up for you guys and you can see like this said, exchange different amounts how many now at this moment he's talking about uh colin carr has been doing this interview with him right and he's been asking him a bunch of questions but i from i watched the whole interview he's also been feeding his ego he's been he's been doing the good cop to the to her bad cop so she apparently has uh some questions about one his branding she asked questions about uh he did get caught in a lie about how many shoes he sold um on the internet he was saying it was a certain amount and then basically somebody figured out on the site through the metrics like that's not what you sold and now he's been kind of dodging the question on that um apparently in a different like you know since they talk about this nigga every day over there she's brought up like his the same thing mel brought up his sons look kind of almost scared of him when he gets to talking and shit they like his sons look kind of shook she's brought these things up and he maybe because he doesn't bring it up in this clip he may have an issue with her bringing that up um but the point the point being that's the setup for this clip all right so she's now asked him uh well how many shoes did you sell and here's his response Come on, clip. Don't do this. Like I said, there's different amounts. How many? Stay in your lane. Anyway, I'm just curious. I don't even worry about her over this. Uh, this studio setup right here. This makes no sense. Mm-mm. This makes no sense. <laughs> Why is she back there and he's over there and then Lavar's in the middle? It's almost like you're telling your guests to not respect her. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, y'all need. If y'all want to have this up, y'all need to be on the actual same side yeah or like a triangle like we have in our studio now like maybe a triangle type setup or something this studio setup makes no sense and it's very it makes it very easy to ignore one of the hosts if you want um which i mean if she's the co-host she's the co-host so the idea of being like i came to your show and i'm not gonna respect your co-host uh people can try to act like that's reasonable it's not reasonable just either don't go on the show or do because she's literally at the back of most guests so a lot of people are not even going to turn around because it's not uh her and him he's actually the name on the show and the mic is facing colin so even so even if a guest wanted to kind of pay her attention you kind of can't okay, while you're talking the mic set up right around yeah. the couches yeah. uh, maybe i'm just saying this as a person with a studio in their no, house no but it is it's turned towards him yeah it's clearly set up to disrespect that that one host is not as important as the other host that's how i would look at it but anyway back to the clip especially if you have a problem Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why not? oops sorry why is this pausing all right let's try to ride it we'll go back a little bit um there we go that's kind of disrespectful. She said she scares Lonzo. Lonzo scared of me. She scared I me. That's why scared I don't look that way. 
I don't look over there because she scares me. Well, I'm thinking no, I, of Saul right now. I'm just trying. I- okay, so that's the point where he basically is bringing up. She didn't say it on this on this particular interview. She has said in the past his children are scared of him or they look scared. Um, so now he's like, I'm scared of you. Don't don't talk to me. He's trying to like beat her at her own game. Okay. Leave me alone. Uh, uh, I'll tell you for. Why is this freezing now? Really? You just going to embarrass me in front of everybody on Twitter? On pair. So she's a reporter. Her job is to probe. She can report to whoever she wants. So uh, anyway, at this point, he's talking about her in third person like she ain't even in the room. Behind her. What's, I'm I, talking what is, to you, Colin. Well, what's your, what is your problem with me? Hey, my problem is you are a hater. Why I would hater? never wear a big baller shirt. But no, good. I didn't Don't say even that. talk to me. But I heard you say I'm not even. Now, it is interesting here that when she asked what his problem was he went with the you just be hating uh because i think you know being savvy and a chess move would have been to say uh i have a problem with you talking about how i raise my kids he might could have won that from a sentimental angle of you know i'm just a black man and my kids like i ain't saying that's what he is but he probably could have come out looking better and making her look like a person that's just attacking him for just doing his job and trying to do the best for his boys but instead he said it's because she don't want to wear his clothes and she's just a hater and i think that was a tactical mistake in this discussion i I said that i wouldn't wear something that says big baller it's the same thing yeah with all due respect you're a great reporter just not reporting on me i have a right to say what you have Uh, also i'll add here that stuff where he kind of cuts off dudes and stuff whenever he goes on the show it always plays bad optically when you cutting off a woman middle Mm -hmm. sentence talking over her like as much as people do they're like you know it's all equal do it treat everybody the same that's optically is not gonna be the same people gonna be like why are you being so rude to her god damn it video (laughs) Fox Sports one. It's a big baller zone. Well, no, I think I, I actually was, was saying offensive. it as like a point. No, I didn't say it. No, 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 no. Oh, you telling it enough. It's also weird there. Colin Howard said he misquoted her as well, but he also joined in to talking about her like she's not in the room. Because he don't respect her. <laughs> He's not, like, he really, well, she did say, like, it would seem like as a host of a show you'd be like hey man she's right there like can you talk to Catherine like a person like you're on my show don't just respect me let's show respect to everybody or don't come on the show which is also an option yeah. i just said you know if you want to you know work with nike adidas and under armor to maybe have something that appeals to women oh, i thought that was a legit i mean i don't have okay. to agree but she's i thought that was a pretty good point with her. i don't agree but i thought it was a good no, point. I, i'm actually point saying it as like a point friends. of advice i'm not friends with her i don't i don't i don't even see that i don't even see it i i wasn't saying it as like i i would never wear this what's the next well, uh, well i i think if, in order to have a successful company you're going to have to have women who like your brand uh, yeah if you have a women's company but anyways oh so we're you're not about, marketing we're women. talking about big baller brand okay so let me let me go into this though thank you <laughs> well i'm not don't thank me for it I'm oh, just, i have to thank you this for is it. all very good yes uh like i said and then uh at one point he uh says to, and i guess they cut it out of this clip but he says to her like she's gonna get what you, what's coming to her and then she was like, oh, so you threatening me? 
um and he was like no it's not a threat you know it's not a threat and uh he's like you know i uh well she also brought up the fact that you know it's sexist that his company doesn't market to women and he was like well i got a wife so nice try or some shit is the point being right (laughs) right the point being for all this shit it's a big ass collision of everybody's issues right you have women being disrespected disrespected in sports media which i think also colin cowherd kind of uh contributes to um in that situation um also you have the black man and being attacked and shit you have that uh, you can't question my fatherhood you got that shit you got um the fact that people do feel like his kids and his parenting is up for a question because that's his fucking brand so like you have all these things come together and it's just a big ass hodgepodge of people fighting about it and all i want to say is this guys we can't let lavar ball be the fucking focal point for any of these discussions because he don't give a damn about that shit yeah. Like, okay, so the thing about it that's so funny and a lot of people don't like the um the whole her, you know, asking, Are you threatening me type thing because of the optics of a white woman automatically being threatened by a black man because he talks to her like you wanna be an equal, but then it's like, like okay, if you tell me as a black woman I'm gonna get what's coming to me, I'm gonna call my brother. I don't give a fuck. Like right. I'm really okay. No problem. I got something for you. And that's it. Like, literally just did that not too long ago. So there are, there are like, like a lot of issues because what we're not going to do is operate under the guise that LeVar Ball is not sexist. We're right. not going to do it. Right. I don't address it as a discussion point. That is not, oh, so now he's sexist? Yes, yes. bitch, he's sexist. Mm-hmm. Next. Like, this isn't even the question here. Was she... Did she strike a nerve with him and upset him? Yes. That's why they had both of them on the show. Like, that's why, like, they, they wanted exactly what happened. That's what they wanted to happen. Because when you have LeVar Ball on your show, when you have him on a show with someone who is not getting at him, he's going to do something out of line. So you know someone who has offended him or whatever, you know how that's going to go. So that was like a setup from the beginning. And I just don't buy into it. What I'm not going to do, like, I just looked at it, like, when two motherfuckers on Twitter fighting and you don't like either one of them, you're like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to go get some avocado toast. And there you go. Like, I like real talk, like, I didn't find it so unreasonable that she would ask, was that a threat? Because I don't know what the no. fuck that was supposed to mean. But at the I'm same... Like, what does that mean? Yeah, that I... to me? Yeah. He has crazy eyes. I don't care. Like, you can be <laughs> mad at me. like nothing about him and it's not because he's big and black if he was (laughs) if he was a white guy who said i was gonna get who said i was gonna get what's coming to me i want to know what the fuck you mean and i want to know if you're gonna say that shit in the streets can we also go into the fact that white dudes don't say this shit right like on this on these shows these platforms it's normally yeah. some it's normally some black dude getting in trouble with this shit whether it's Stephen a smith or whoever shannon sharp like we all like it's like the media training apparently don't extend to us i don't know if this i mean it seems at this point like, lavar ball so, it's easy to assume he hasn't had a lot of media training and shit but like something like there's a way to disagree with her without being like without it being able to even approach the idea that you might be threatening her and that and he as did. A woman, mm-hmm. 
as a woman who says things that men don't like, my mind automatically goes back to D Barnes. Mm-hmm. Always. Like whenever I think about that, mama. So when somebody says something like that, like you've offended a person, like that was a situation where she was in a situation, in, in a, a circumstance that offended Dr. Dre and she thought she was going to die. Like mm-hmm. that is, that's not an imaginary thing. Like that really happened. There have been women who have been attacked for the things that they have said. Mm-hmm. So while you look at the optics of this white woman being threatened by this black man and we have all the, we have these, um, this, uh, this imagery, we have a history of all a white woman has to say is he looked at me wrong. He did this, he did that. And a black man is lynched. That part of our mind is activated, but it's also the part of our mind where men don't like women saying things that they don't like. So when you say, I'm going to get what's coming to me, I want to know what the fuck that means. Yeah, it's also I, funny because like, woman, I would want to know what that meant. Like, I don't particularly like I don't like or know anything about her to cake for her, but if I was in that situation where a man told me that, I want to know what that means. It's also so interesting he, because he, he What's coming to me, bro? You need to answer that for me. It's also interesting because um, <clears throat> the same people I see say that he was righteously offended and she should have got worse even because she questioned his parenting are the same people i see questioning his parenting like i've seen every single person being up like well i don't know if what he's doing is in the best interest of his boys i don't the thing i don't like about him is that he's using his kids so he can get the spotlight so then you do question his parenting you can't you can't say those two things and say his parenting has nothing to do with it like those are parenting issues as well as business issues if you are the management for your kid your parenting will be brought into question that is it does it's the only way it can work you don't see there's all these other people in the draft i ain't met none of their daddies i ain't seen nobody on tv i haven't even seen their fucking agents on tv this dude is the the exception to the rule um carrie irving and somebody saying like she they saw it as a threat to him where her saying, I dare you to threaten me, I would dare a nigga to threaten me on a motherfucker. Let's say a motherfucker. <laughs> I would dare a motherfucker to threaten me on live TV too. Who the fuck do you think you are? Well, she like, didn't even, she didn't even, she didn't, what's funny is she didn't dare him. She asked him. She was like, so is that, is that a threat? You know, and then he was like, no, 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 of course not. It's not a threat. And I'm like, what the fuck could it what else could it have been though bruh like he's not the guy to do the Emmett Till discussion about he's not the guy man like if you're going to feel like white women be threatening people with their victimhood and shit I agree that is definitely a thing that happens all the time I'm not even saying that that couldn't be her motivation here I'm not even saying it couldn't be I'm saying this ain't the nigga to have that discussion on cause he he don't give a fuck like he legitimately will if they invite him back next week he'll be back next week he all this shit is designed to get us to talk about it and to have fox sports one get ratings all of it it's jeffrey lord all over but with a nigga at it and it's making people lose their objectivity because it's a black dude that's it you know if fucking van jones turned to jeffrey lord and was like i will choke the fuck out of you homeboy i don't want to have a discussion about fuck it well jeffrey lord should never be threatened i don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying richard spencer i don't give a fuck like certain people 
they exist just to move the needle for themselves he's not thinking about no bigger issues man if he even brought that shit up you know it would be some type of tie back to and that's why you need to fuck with ball and get these 500 dollars shoes that's it that's what he's in the game for so I, it's just it's very tiring to watch people try to turn this into uh their particular pet take on it like instead of just the bigger picture which is this nigga is messy that network is messy uh colin cowherd is messy she's messy jason whitlock is messy it's a whole lot of mess and everybody trying to go over there and pick a side it ain't work charlamagne messy for bringing the shit up about emmett till it's all a bunch of people that make messes and folks is fighting over it. it's crazy it's some of like there are there are situations where we need to it's not like how can you it's not one of those how can you worry about this when this is happening but there are times where you well me personally i look at things i'm like is this worth my time right no it is not lavar ball is not worth my time um curry irving talked about him he said that he had this discussion with his father because Kyrie irving has a very close relationship with his dad mm. and he went into the draft very young and he said that he told him daddy you my nigga but I'm a man now and I have to do these things right. and what Kyrie said was you have to let these boys go and make these decisions LeVar Ball came back and was like well you can't even understand because your mama was dead right. who says that this right. is the nigga that you want to hang your, your, your hat on this is the hill that you want to die on somebody who lost his mama before he was he was 18 years old dog that dale curry don't even talk about steph this much and steph was the mvp you know yeah. what I'm like dale curry dale and curry somewhere chilling it's not that all these fathers are invisible I, I saw a comment about invisible fathers no they're letting their kids be men right yeah it, like i said he's a terrible person man and this to me has always felt like i wish people would stop talking about him seriously because it's gonna end up with some shit like this and now it has like it got to a point where it facebook memed to the extreme and now everybody that was not paying attention is starting to be like let me have a hot take to defend or not defend this dude and i'm like could we just wait to the draft and forget he exists because i would love to do that guys i would love to um yeah i think that it's it's just one of those things where there are parents who let their kids grow and there are parents who don't i even as a parent like there are things where i discuss my kids you know online and now that they're much older i do it less and less because they're young adults and now they get to decide like there were things there were little stories and i was always kind of selective of the things that i shared with them in the beginning especially when it wasn't flattering i'd be like well one of my kids you know but like tyson is a man now and i will talk about certain of his accomplishments but everything that he does is not for me to discuss and it's not for me to dip my hands in like tyson chose his own college i literally had nothing to do as a matter of fact we disagreed on it Mm. (laughs) we disagreed on it but this is what i realized is melanie ain't gonna have to pay them loans back come on tyson those loans back you know so it's it's He's a he's an eighteen year old young man and he's a young man and he still needs my guidance, but he doesn't need me to be jumping in front of him for everything. And right. that's just one of those things that when you are a parent, you either re- accept that or you do that other thing. I'm just saying, for this nigga, y'all niggas gonna end up defending some indefensible shit 
just because yeah. you, because y'all nobody want to be wrong on twitter or go back on something they said i'm sticking to what i said which is no not for this nigga none of it yeah i don't give a fuck what happens to do i'm gonna be up here like man i ain't even look i don't even know why he fuck with them people like that like straight up one day somebody gonna just call him a nigger in his face and i'm gonna be sitting up here like yeah that's too bad isn't it because he's not the guy guys i'm serious he's <laughs> not the guy watch when it happened don't that seemed like it's reasonable because he going fox too <laughs> That shit gonna I happen. just kind of wonder, so because one of the things, one of the things about um, Lavar was how um, combative he was with his son's high school coaching. Yeah, and I've heard I that how, too. Yeah. I wonder how that's gonna work in the NBA. Uh, another thing, don't give a damn. Like real talk, like uh, if a it's like a if an NBA team care like somehow uh, ends up caving to his dad. That's on that dumbass organization. Yeah. You know what and I mean? That's true. You gotta treat that motherfucker like you treat everybody else, which is, uh, did you put on a uniform today? Well then you ain't got shit to do with this. We will ban your ass from the arena. That's what I'm about to say. I'm about to say, well it's me. I was like, look. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what I think. I was banning him. You get the fuck out of actually, here. Yeah. It's probably a lot of that in the group that this is probably going to, like once he's drafted and on a team, a lot of this is going to be a non-issue and once he's kind of once he gets the right coach or owner that's just like okay you two seconds from getting the permanent shut the fuck up yeah we're and, not even like i don't think we're gonna know who this dude is mm-hmm. by time next. i don't even think we're gonna know who this dude is in december well the you know next I mean? thing is the other thing is he got two other sons so i think he'll be focusing on them after yeah. a while too like he gonna have to do some more shit but yeah man all i'm saying is this he gonna be he might be around for for fucking four to six years because his sons i don't i don't i'm not letting him lead no discussions on any important issues that's all like i think that i think think one of his one of the funny things about younger kids though is they tend to be the ones who'll break your heart and i think mm -hmm. one of his sons the younger ones are going to see what his his brothers like no right (laughs) yeah because it's gonna be one who's not nearly as good as Lonzo. It's mm. not even gonna be like a superstar. It's just gonna be like <laughs> the the middle of the road fuck up son. You'll be like, eh, no thank you. <laughs> that is true. The, old, the oldest kid them. is always the one that tries to please the parents the most. That is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to blaze that trail. You don't you don't know what's gonna happen when you piss your parent off in that way because you're the first one to do it. So right. you don't know what it is other ones have kind of observed and learned how to like my younger sisters i'm the oldest of four girls right um my younger sisters did whatever the fuck they wanted because they learned all through my mistakes because i was the one who was like blazing the trail right yeah i do the same i'm the oldest for my brother and my brother was the quote-unquote troublemaker um compared to me because he was just like i can deal with them consequences you know i just was like i just want to make our parents proud and do everything the perfect way and if they say be home by midnight i'll be home at 11 45 and my brother would be like i ain't coming home <laughs> like, <laughs> like totally different um all right uh, but, uh oh, go ahead before Karen. we go on mail um brings up a good point because a lot of parents fail to realize that children are watching and like you said it's one of these things too where uh the younger children are looking at social media like i find they looking at these platforms you going on and you're gonna be like all right we're gonna do this and they're gonna shock you they're gonna be like daddy i'm tired of you're gonna look around they're gonna pack their shit up they're gonna move out the house because when people fail to realize you can push children until you push them away and when you push yeah. them away 
you bet you know if it's not repaired they ain't coming back (laughs) yeah and see that's the thing he's the focal point for all these issues so how can we say you can't question his fatherhood that's what he's selling that's the brand so so it just is everybody making these fake ass lines and i'm like none of these lines are real because it's the is that's the product if you if you bought into that then you're part of a sucker too for being for being suckered into it's just about being a good father there's a lot of ways to be a good father he ain't got the fucking monopoly on that a lot a lot of them other dudes in the draft got fathers a lot of dudes in the nba got fathers and they found a way to navigate this shit without starting to fire everywhere they went but um we're at the age too where a lot of these kids going into the draft we have more and more kids going to the draft where their parents were superstars when we were young right so a lot of that and you have like a couple who might be an asshole but then it's like okay no it's like a, they get to they're they're letting their kids be grown ass men and grown ass athletes. So yeah, it, like I said, dude is just he not the guy. Um, it's about that time of the year, guys. Almost the end of the school year for high, for high schoolers. Yeah, they having proms. Yeah, so it's time to see girls getting banned from the prom for stupid reasons. Uh, yeah. today's yeah. contestant uh was ah! was banned from the prom uh because she didn't go to um i guess their prom must have been on a school night so she had to leave uh school early to get her hair done which is what a lot of people have done in the past and as a black woman might take a while so she had to go get her hair done and uh she didn't take half of her like she had to take half of her classes for the day or whatever um if you don't take half of your classes for that day you can't participate in the school activity that night um even though her mom called the day before the issue wasn't brought up to her um apparently by the time she got to the salon like the school people were basically waiting on her um yeah she left school early for prom day to get her hair done she was banned from entering the dance shatara shorter a 16 year old student at northeast high school in oakland park florida looked gorgeous when she pulled to the prom with her date uh corday robinson on may 2nd on may 12th in fact the teen's mother spent a thousand dollars on her prom look a long blue lace dress a manicure and pedicure false lashes makeup and eyebrow wax <laughs> black mama she itemized that shit she's like listen it cost nine hundred nine five ninety five dollars and 47 cent uh with her mom's permission shorter had left school earlier that day for a longer way to hair appointment to entwine a gold chain through her bob uh however when shorter tried to enter the prom a woman at the door asked for her id they were basically waiting on me she said um and uh they were informed that while she was welcome while her her met uh i guess date, date was welcome to enter she had broken the school rule that she must that students must attend half of the classes on the day of an activity uh and she couldn't come in so he chose not to come in as well right um but yeah the the school basically was like look man uh they were reminded of this before the the mom and the student were both reminded of this before the incident uh prior to the student Uh being signed out and um the the school administrators offered offered options to the family that would allow the student to meet the requirement by attending the latter half of the school day that the family declined the mom is saying no i called the school the day before the prom told them about the hair appointment i was also never informed about the rule um but yeah prom ruined uh she wasn't able to go 
so that's how it is at my kids' school. You have to um, you have to sign like they give you a packet mm-hmm. for for their dances, whether it's homecoming because I had to deal with it. BB isn't a senior, but she went to homecoming, and in that packet they have that stipulation where you have to go to school for a certain amount of time. And then there's like this mass exodus. I want to say at like 1030 or something mm. like that. So it's the rule. Her paying a thousand dollars for the prom or whatever to me is immaterial. A lot of people are going to be like, Oh, that's a lot to pay. I mean, it's also not your business. You don't know, like right. you don't know what that woman makes, you know, like it's, it's whatever. Um, but they, that's just, I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the stipulations. And if you spent that type of money on a prom, I would think that you would be a little more, um, conscious of following the rules so that she could actually go. Like when you, one of the things about the school system, if you want your kid to be an exception to some shit, the schools love showing you that your kid ain't special. Mm-hmm. They love doing that. So I don't, I don't know, man. Like if, if I spent a thousand dollars, I'm gonna make sure that you are able to participate. If they told her that she could participate, then that would be something totally different. But yeah. if they warned her before she left, I don't I don't know what recourse she had. Well, it's interesting you because know. they're saying she they warned her and she's saying they didn't. Like the mom is like, I called, let them know this was the plan the day before, and they had no issues with it. And then they're like, oh, no, 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 we told her. So somebody lying. I don't know who lying. Somebody lying. If there was a warning to be had and it wasn't given, um, clearly somebody dropped the ball somewhere. And maybe I'm just a different kind of parent because, like, prom is cool and I want you to look nice or whatever, but you still got to get your education, motherfucker. We not skipping class to party. Yeah. We just not. Like you going like you going to school. So like Tyson's prom is on a Thursday, which what the fuck? Wow. But he's going to school that day. And then they gotta go to school Friday to... too? Nah, because what are you gonna do? They're gonna un unprom him? Fuck that shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I just yeah, didn't yeah, know the rules. I don't go the day after, right? No, yeah. I mean, they're, they're exams and, and I mean all they... that jazz. And I don't they expect um a lot of they don't like after because last year he did a play and the play ran till Sunday and they they worked so hard they didn't expect most of the kids to come to school the next day and I think it's a similar um, thing for prom they know there's going to be a lot of kids who are just out but they do have to go the day of which I get you know but right that's just one of the things to deal with that's but that's with anything like it's sort of like when you look at a lot of jobs. So you have this day off for say Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you decide you want to extend your vacation and call out on the twenty sixth, a lot of people are not gonna pay you for your mm. your vacation on Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's just like it's rules. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, um I do feel bad for her a little bit. Uh she yeah. is sixteen, so I feel like she probably gonna have two more chances to go to prom. Right. Uh depending on what it, like if she's in advanced grade or not or what her birthday is. So hopefully mm-hmm. it's more of like a learning experience and shit. Um the money part that you know, that's not really my business, so it doesn't really I just know that that if a black woman tell you she spent a thousand dollars, she got receipts. Is all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just could picture her mama being like, "I spent a thousand dollars." But um, I do wonder if uh, th- 
they just didn't think the rule was either that important or if the school is lying about telling them that they told them because i i do wonder that shit because i do i feel like the school would definitely not admit to not telling her it just make the the kid look bad and the kid suffer because the problem i have with most of the school shit is while i do think there has to be some uniformity we don't have kids and shit so can't speak to it from personal experience there should be some uniformity and stuff sometimes these zero tolerance rules get it's, it's like they're just they they feed to the totalitarianism in people where we then become Uh so punitive and so like but it's a rule that it's almost like we forget that you know we're dealing with a whole bunch of young human beings there's gonna be allowances there's gonna be some mistakes and yeah you want to overdone yeah like if honestly if honestly man if this is the prom and she was the only girl that y'all were gonna be like no to i would have let her in like just because to me it's just like well fuck it man you fucked up okay like maybe talk to her for a second or something like now you know that was fucked up you know um do after school suspension like something like can you do a, a some, like in school suspension or something like you spend uh, a make her come the next day like mail said thursday like, be like we better see your ass tomorrow it, it just feel like there should be more levels to shit rather than because the zero tolerance just seems fucked up right um but and it feels like uh, and, and maybe it's just me projecting but it feels almost like people kind of revel in the power of being able to say no to somebody and fuck up their night when it shouldn't be that fucking serious well, we also have to understand that there are a lot of people especially like more so now than ever who fucking hate kids yes. like hate yeah. kids irrationally yeah. and hate their joy and anything that's gonna make you happy because they have decided that millennials or whatever the fuck oh. this generation is called yes. you know, they're so entitled so I need to let you know that you ain't shit and you ain't special and fuck your prom and your hair dusty and uneven anyway like right. that's just how people <laughs> are and then we love to like and then we'll get on the bandwagon and be like well yeah, because the mama is blah blah blah, and the school. And it's like it, it's it's all a bunch of bullshit. People don't like kids. Yo, People remember, like- remember, um, not too long ago, the the girls who got kicked out that flight for wearing they were like ten and eight or some shit, and they were wearing uh, yoga pants, and they were like, well, there is a rule that you need to be dressed professionally if you're gonna use these uh, complimentary tickets that like you get through so and so. And I'm like, what's professional for a ten year old? What's professional for an eight year old girl? Like are we are we there yet where we're just like but it's a rule because sometimes it feels like that's the point rather than to look at the rule and be like is this rule really like valid like does this rule count for everything should this be the same rule we use like for example they probably use this rule for athletic shit too like look you want to play in the game tonight your ass better be in class makes total sense yeah makes total sense in that instance that's part of it's all grouped in like extra there's a blanket rule for extracurricular activities right and so that that's also the rule like my son could not like play some play football so he couldn't if he called out or if he didn't go to school there was no game so right. he never missed in a game um that's just that they don't segment right they, i mean it just, i'm just saying i don't know but, if a fucking playing in a basketball game where you have com- some different concerns about kids in school and grades right. and shit and and cheating the system compared to say prom or a social or something like that i don't know if it's the same issues but i but it's also weird that there's no levels in between 
no and yes like it just feels like there had to be some mediation you could arrive to where you're like okay uh one hour after school suspension you help clean up the bleachers or after the you know tomorrow and then we okay cool like i'll see you i'll see you for that hour i gotta call shenanigans on something i see in the chat ain't no black woman in the history of ever going to an event at night and getting their hair done the day before so right come on now come on now it's you knew you knew you was pushing it with the whole come back for second half of class you knew that was pushing it you might not make it back dog I, my mom worked in the salon dog i hey it, it could be an all-day event depending on what you want done you know and <laughs> where you go yes right like you might not have time to hit the uh you know i left school at two in the afternoon and and make it to the prom and be ready and everything on time like it, you just never know and it, plus everybody probably getting their hair done that day um and plus what if she was the good beautician and now i gotta fucking risk my hair with the one with the chair with the woman that they ain't got no customers come on now it's a big night like you do like if you do what you have to do that's fine i'm just glad that i had parents who knew that fly was important i'm sorry if that was, <laughs> like that's no if she like she, if you get an appointment the day of you go the day of right <laughs> come on now uh all right and now another kind of uh like i said end of school time for controversy a uh, honor roll student student was uh sus- was suspended from school because of a shirt she wore um to school that apparently violated the uh dress code um uh and it's so bad it might lead to her possibly not getting a scholarship um yeah like the the reaction to it um look at this shirt tonight it is at the center of a controversy. A straight-A high school student says this outfit got her suspended for two weeks, and now she won't be able to graduate despite having multiple scholarship offers. NBC Charlotte's Tanya Mendes joins us live tonight. Tanya, you spoke with her parents and the school, and, of course, we know there are multiple sides to every story. Well, of course, and this school doesn't mess around when it comes to its dress code policies. In fact, earlier this year, 45 girls were brought into the principal's office just because they were wearing leggings without shirts that were long enough. So to say that this school takes it seriously would be an understatement. While this girl says that what happened with her dress code spun so far out of control that now she could be expelled and her scholarships that she needs could be gone. I'll never wear this shirt. Summer knew when she wore that shirt to Hickory Ridge High. I had it right here. So the tops of my shoulders. She could be violating the dress code. It's usually taken really seriously. The school makes it clear off-the-shoulder tops are not allowed, and the principal came to enforce it in the cafeteria. She came up to me. She said, do you have a jacket? I said, um, no, I don't. A friend gave Summer one of hers. She thought Baby, that was away. the end of it. And then oh. I, you know, pulled it up, pulled the jacket over it, zipped up the jacket. But some- Okay, hold on. I went out to chat. Give me one mm-hmm. second. I will refresh. I have no idea why that happened. Um... Wait, I see me in the chat. Oh, but y'all not moving. Oh, is the mm-hmm. internet out? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. All right, I'll refresh. There. You see Mel? Uh, yeah, I see Mel, and I'm still here. Okay, all right. Give me. I'm refreshing right now. Um, <sighs> good God, Crowdcast just fucking hates me today, man. <sighs> I just don't know what to do. Um, all right, reload. I'll be right back. Tell everybody I'll be right back in the chat, please. You know how it is. So, did y'all see any of the video? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Uh, it's almost time to switch over sessions too. 
but we should be able to finish this video for a time have worn to school and it's like all kind of weed half naked hoes like anything I'm like you can wear that to school and and absolutely absolutely I see it all the time all right, I'm back. Uh, is there, is it working? I'm, I'm back. Y'all see me, Karen? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, and I'll share my screen again. And I don't know how much of the story y'all heard. Um, I'll try to restart it, I guess, if, uh, if y'all didn't get to hear it. Um, let's see here. I'll rewind this bad boy. Um, okay. Oh, what did I just do? Mm, but we see it y'all do see it okay mm-hmm. hold on um we see what you see i'm trying to i think i made it go to the wrong story huh get back to i guess i just gotta hit the back button or some shit what the fuck what happened uh hold on mm. Nope, that's not. Trying to find a story. Yeah, it, I, I like clicked on the wrong one and it, she was just like, yeah, fuck everything else. We got five different stories. That's more fire, son. <laughs> 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 Don't nobody care about that little girl and her future in school. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's always like, it's always girls who are, who are, um, penalized. It's hair it's a shirt like it's always something it's always these excessive expansions and it's almost exclusively black and brown girls who are getting like suspended exclusively black and brown girls who perform well who are getting suspended for like two weeks it's almost like you're saying yeah you look insert slur here mm-hmm. yeah you might be smart but guess what i'm gonna fuck you up anyway i hate it yeah and this like i think i have a natural disposition against the zero tolerance rules and i just, oh yeah i'm not here for zero tolerance because it's dumb like i might fall on the side of uh like i'm probably on the side we'll of the radical tonight okay. i'm probably falling on the side of uh the radical type approach more often than not and i'm sure people that probably you know uh, frustrate some people listening to this but i'm probably i'm pretty much always gonna be on the side of there had to be something other than this shit right because it's too yeah. extreme to well, me. I, like they whenever they would try to do zero tolerance with my kids melanie was at the school and it was like oh no 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 no, no, no. yeah this is what the fuck and, and it's an extra and, and, and it's an extra it's an extra burden burden on the parents too like like yeah. you now you have to worry about work. going to school to protect your kid because which is something a lot of parents don't have to worry about because it's like, well, they won't be treating my kid unfair. They won't be enforcing zero tolerance on my kid's behavior. So I'm good. I can just trust the administrators to do their job. And we did a, a, a study on here the other uh, few months ago where black parents had less confidence in their school to than white parents did. You have to show, you have to show up and let them know you're ready to act an ass. Because right. as soon as they start talking that zero tolerance shit, it's like, okay, who is above you? Right. And then who is above them? Because I need you to know that this is going to escalate. The There is one time I deferred to the other parent. And I regret it because yeah. it was just a different, it was just a different, um, he just had a different approach to it. And he's not here. So he doesn't, you know, mm. recognize being out of school for 10 days is absolutely ridiculous right. and excessive and you're not going to do that to my that's, daughter. That's why so many of these stories end up on the news because 
once once you go up the chain of command it's like well let's see what motherfucking wkdc got to say about yeah. it then you know all yeah. right let me finish and I am, I am that mama I am definitely that mama and <laughs> I put everything that I need to put after I have that conversation with you I put it in email because I need you to know that this can be printed out and sent elsewhere come on alright let me finish playing our story a controversy a straight A high school student says this outfit got her suspended for two weeks and now she won't graduate despite having multiple scholarship offers NBC Charlotte's Tanya Mendes joins us live tonight Tanya you spoke with her parents and the school and of course we know there are multiple sides to every story well, of course, and this school doesn't mess around when it comes to its dress code policies. In fact, earlier this year, 45 girls were brought into the principal's office just because they were wearing leggings without shirts that were long enough. So to say that this school takes it seriously would be an understatement. Well, this girl says that what happened with her dress code spun so far out of control that now she could be expelled and her scholarships that she needs could be gone. I'll never wear a shirt. Summer knew when she wore that shirt to Hickory Ridge High. I had it right here. So okay. the tops of my shoulders. She could be violating the dress code. It's usually taken really seriously. The school makes it clear off the shoulder tops are not allowed. And the principal came to enforce it in the cafeteria. She came up to me. She said, do you have a jacket? I said, um, no, I don't. A friend gave Summer one of hers. She thought that was the end of it. And then I, you know, pulled it up pulled the jacket over it zipped up the jacket but summer says the principal wasn't satisfied ordered her to go to the office to change the honor roll senior has had issues with the principal before to the point where her mother had to get involved i said i apologize but i can't go anywhere with you unless my mom is on the phone so summer sat and waited for her mom's call that's when summer says the principal called the sro for backup officer elwood um, was within five feet of me, had his hand on his gun. Um, she said, I'm going to give you an ultimatum. We have tried to call your mother. You either come with me to the control room to change your shirt or we will arrest you. Summer's mom would eventually call back, so she agreed to go to the office. But by then it was too late. The senior with a 4.4 GPA suspended for 10 days, told she can't walk at graduation. A full ride means so much, and that is on the line right now. Her future possibly stripped all because of a shirt. Summer says it's a lot to shoulder. It's just sad because I worked so hard for four years to walk across that stage, and we have drug dealers walking across that stage, and we have sex offenders walking across that stage, and then the 4.4 student who shoulder shoulders can't. So this is the official suspension letter, and you can see right here the reason for her suspension, technically not the dress code violation, but rather insubordination. It goes on to say that Summer didn't listen. She denied that her shirt was ever a problem. Her mother, though, says she plans on appealing. Reporting live at Hickory. All right. Uh, so hold on. Let me check the time. Let me let me make sure we don't have to go into another set. Oh, yeah. we gotta go into the next segment. Give me one second, guys. I'm gonna invite everybody back on screen. One second. Um, all right. I knew that would take us up to the break. Oh, here we go. Be right back, everybody. Just uh, just hold on to your seats. Uh, do 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 do. Uh, all right to go live invite the audience back and get y'all latest back on the screen see prepare to go live there we go all right cool i should be coming back on screen and going live 
yes and let me add uh mail back let me see where is mail there she go and i'm adding mail back so we should be good to go um after this yeah i see there we go so um yeah man basically um the one once again a few things i noticed obviously 45 girls brought to the office right mm-hmm. uh the other thing looked to be kind of black or brownish girl interesting overachieving 4.4 gpa um the problem wasn't that her shirt was the problem it was the insubordination which if you look at the insubordination it was i want to talk to my mom before i go in this office with y'all called the resource officer put his hand on his gun threatened to arrest her threatened to arrest her over a fucking shirt at this point won't be able to walk across the stage might fuck up her scholarship might not graduate and the main recourse they have is the news because obviously no school recourse is going to be is reach a resolution so you pretty much got to embarrass the school into doing the right thing this is another reason i think those zero tolerance shit is bullshit man it's for authoritarians and especially when you look at that code because they flashed it real quick the whole fucking dress code for everything was about girls like it said girls yeah and so like the impetus for the rule is the part that doesn't get questioned it always gets people always simplify it to that was the rule you knew the rule my question is why the fuck is it a rule in the first place if the whole point of the rule is to say girls need to dress a certain way boys y'all good then the fucking rule is fucked up can i tell y'all something as a mama too her mama several times yeah her mama mm-hmm. come down and show her ass right mm-hmm. and that's why she um they didn't want her to wait until her mama called because they knew it was about to be something real yeah and also i you know as a man i noticed too she's a very pretty girl she mm-hmm. she's well endowed she got big titties essentially they uh, that's it's also that sexualization too where it's like oh you i saw your titties uh-uh you got to go it's the same shit they do with prom dresses that's about to come up too where it's about to be girls getting kicked out of the prom and it's always the quote-unquote more mature looking girls because yeah. some dude somewhere went oh this aroused some sexual feelings that i don't feel comfortable with for a 16 17 8 year old girl that i'm you know that that i'm working at this prom she got to get the fuck out where as opposed to just like you know that's the same dress that if somebody was 75 pounds 95 pounds wearing that same fucking dress you'd be fine with it you'd be just elegant and if she wasn't curvaceous or something completely fine with it she got a couple curves she got to get the fuck out this jezebel is ruining the whole prom so yeah man i don't fuck with these zero tolerance rules Mm -hmm. it just feels so forced and messed up and the penalty is so harsh if she lose her scholarship opportunities over this shit over a shirt oh there will be some lawsuits like yeah yeah i mean they're gonna like one way or the other her education is gonna be paying for it it might be the school system who's paying for her education her education is gonna be taken care of it's just that they want to there's just this overwhelming need there's just put women in their place that 
narrative has never changed. That narrative has never changed. And it's become even more so since the younger girls get when they are actualized, when they feel more comfortable with themselves, when they feel more empowered, the more empowered girls become, those zero tolerance policies have increasingly targeted them. Right. It's like, if you look at like the suspension rates for Mm -hmm. black and brown girls, out of control. And it's just to to remind them little jigaboos and whatever else, you ain't special. It's why we can't, in my opinion, as a black person, I can never empower these schools or support this shit. Because I always feel like I know the bias is there. It's It's like how I'm against the death penalty. Not because I don't think motherfuckers should die. I read stories every day where I'm like, kill that motherfucker nothing on this earth they can do that will uh, erase what they've done period they ain't gonna cure cancer get them off the earth i'm a vengeful petty angry motherfucker at this moment but i can't really be pro death penalty because y'all only killing us you know what i mean like and a percentage of us (laughs) is innocent right i already know that this justice system is weighed against us particularly and if somebody kills me and they white they ain't going to get the death penalty but if i am responsible for some white person's death i'm gonna be happen to be the one to get it so i can't be pro death penalty not because i don't agree with the principle uh principle of it i don't agree with the execution of it no pun intended same thing with these zero tolerance things the principle of the idea that like look man we just kind of want these kids to focus on their education we you know school uniform type thing like i get it I, i i really do understand that it might be a uh, distraction or lead to some shit if you know motherfuckers is clown I, I was at school when it was like clowning your jeepers or some shit and you like well that's not very productive at all you know what i mean like i get it i do but it's human and you're never gonna solve for it so once people break the rules because people always break a rule who are the people getting in trouble because if it's only black and brown folks getting the penalties fuck these rules you know what i mean so that's that's the part that bothers me is there isn't gonna be another counterfactual there's not gonna be some white girl that we're talking about next week this it's always gonna end up with us being like and here's another brown girl clicked out of the prom and here's yeah. another one that can't go to school and look at her she's losing her scholarship i'm just sick of these fucking uh these things and it's uh and it's mostly girls and mostly black and brown girls yeah, yeah. i mean when you look at it um the, the schools that have gun like, why the fuck does somebody have a gun in a school right like why is that even a thing Right. Why is that even the thing? And why are you putting your hand on a gun over a goddamn shirt? Why do they even call them school resource officers? What's the resource? Bullets? They're cops. Right. You a cop, bro. You not know. <laughs> and you're like your first, your first thing is to put your hand on your gun. Are you fucking insane? Who is firing me? And she was almost put into the criminal justice system over this fucking shirt. The principal was willing to be like, I don't want to deal with your mama do i need to have you arrested yeah because you know that the more the more like we have all these stipulations for what it takes to be a principal a teacher or whatever and the the higher the standards the less actual people skills yeah they're 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 allowed to have like you don't know how to talk to a 17 year old girl i don't know if i 
fucking high school student. Do you think that a seven, I have a 16 year old and a and an 18 year old who are very mouthy and, and, and teenagery. You think I don't know how to talk to them to get them to do what I need them to do? What was and even, what was even, because I'm going to beat them down. It's because I know how to fucking talk to kids. What was even the issue after she put the jacket on? I don't even understand how to, how did it escalate after her friend gave her a jacket? Because this the little print bitch ain't do what the fuck I said. Right. The, the principal pressed the issue. And the thing about these zero tolerance rules, I'm going to keep this real. It's not only for children. It falls into adulthood because most yeah. people who work in corporate America, most black women who work in corporate America, the same thing has happened to them. They have these fuck ass rules. Don't wear no certain types of shoes. You know, your hair can't be in certain types of ways and, you know, shit like that. And you try to follow the rules, but when you walk in there, you be like, oh, okay, now, I can't do this, but I see this white bitch come here every day with her fucking toes out and these goddamn flip-flops and ain't nobody about her the goddamn human resources. Yeah, and I seen a mm-hmm. picture of their principal, too. White lady, just like you thought. Well, you um, didn't even have to tell me that. You yeah. didn't even tell me. When you when you go to, when, when I know your first response is to get the cops, I already know what you are. Right. Um, in other news, uh, by the way, a hundred for the last two stories. I'm not doing fucking with black people today. That was it. Um, in Texas, there really can be too much of what people, some people think, think is a good thing. While every state has odd laws on the books, the Lone Star State has one regulating the possession of a sex toy. Texas bans the possession of or promoting the use of more than six dildos. So I'm gonna have to turn some people in around here. I'm not saying who, but some people are in clear violation of the game. That's all I'm saying. The law in question appears to be aimed at an adult performances as it spells out, uh, use in play, motion picture, dance, or other exhi- exhibition performed before an audience. The law also labels the sex toys an obscene device and declares it a crime if someone possesses six or more obscene devices or identical or similar obscene articles is presumed to possess them without intent, I mean, with the intent to promote the same. Um, the law was written in 1973, at a time when the U.S. Supreme Court was dealing with obscenity laws, and cases from around the country take, uh, it takes a tough stance on people who have the device. Yeah, do y'all just know update that fucking rule and somebody just found a way to re-implement it? It does make exceptions, it does make exceptions, guys, okay? If you have multiple devices for medical or law enforcement purposes, so who's, a, who's out here jacking off and pulling out the vibrators and the rabbits for their police officer job? If you're a dildo detective, you are covered under this, so don't worry about it. You're, you're fine, okay? If you're a cock cop, you. you so if you have if you have seven, that's like protect possession mm-hmm. with the. Uh, oh, oh, no. oh you going you going to jail with the weed man that's when the rockefeller laws kick in when you got seven you gotta go okay so can I keep it real though mm-hmm. i'd be going to jail i'm i'm not oh, a legal issue mm-hmm. i do think that six still told is a lot you think it's a lot okay mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't i don't think it's a lot who cares i'm gonna tell you right now um I don't think six dildos is a lot. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I think you need to be prepared for several different types of uh, situations. Yeah, because a lot of times it depends on what kind of mood you're in, mm-hmm. what kind of length you want, what kind of speed. They all, you, now, you know, male, they all don't do the same thing. Right. Some of them you might want to spin. Sometimes you right. might want to gyrate. You know, right. sometimes you might want the one to go up and down. I mean, look, there's a reason to have a rabbit. 
there's a reason to have a hitachi Come i'm on. just saying there's a reason for all kinds of end you might want the one the curve one to get the g-spot vibe you know what i'm saying you might want the joint with the little dolphin on it you know because you can work that two ways you can go dolphin the clit straight up or you can hit the penetration on it you might want the one to give you the little motion with the little spinning part mm-hmm. like it's a lot of reasons to own several different type of vibrators i'm just Come saying on. you might need one for on the go you might want to put it in your purse it's Ooh, a lot of you know what if i'm traveling i'm going out of town now i'm gonna need my away game deal though okay i gotta bring my road game what if i'm meeting somebody for a sex capade at the hotel you know what i'm saying i got to keep my game face deal though on like i can't that one gotta be shiny you know what i'm saying like it's, a bunch, dildo. <laughs> it's, it's gotta be a lot of it's a lot of reasons to have multiple ones it feels like this is pretty restrictive and puritanical mm-hmm. and i also I- notice it doesn't cover flashlights interesting i can own as many flashlights as i want huh conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. and i'm very offended that ron popeel never got into the dildo business what's up with that I, what was up i don't know feel like puff daddy missed it feel like a lot of people missed that wave man missed it lavar ball you know- that's a, like that's a really weird but y- y'all know i'm i'm all for texas seceding from the united states so yeah whenever whenever people start talking about texas secession i'm like when please <laughs> when I, I feel like texas and florida should be their own country so when is this gonna happen oh You're man done. shout out to our listeners in texas man I, i'll save y'all i love y'all i love y'all and i will i would happily host you right. some of you yeah, but Dago and Nicole, you know. Yeah, we got y'all. Man. We got we got y'all. Y'all come on up here. The rest of y'all, bye. Okay. Big Baller Brand is not going to do dildos because he doesn't market to women, right? And it's not so sexy. You know how you feel about gay men? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I'm against six. That would be so dope if gay people took over Big Baller Brand. And it became like the thing for gay people to wear because it got balls in it. Right. He 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 better not let that domain uh uh, uh lapse. It'll really come out. It'll really come out. You like, gonna you gonna click. Y'all that. think he's saying problematic shit now? Woo! You gonna you gonna <laughs> you gonna click that link and it's gonna be like it's raining, man. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's raining, man. Absolutely shit. I would pay to be a fly on the wall if that ever happened mm-hmm. what glitter gonna be everywhere when you hit that page gonna gonna have an autoplay the only reason i hope it don't happen is because uh some of these niggas have decided to defend anything he does and i don't feel like arguing. yeah like, and i don't like i don't want the i don't want the homophobic circle right I told somebody, <laughs> I told somebody, I said the one thing he could do to make sure that niggas will stop defending him and start respecting black women and <laughs> that'll be the, oh, that'll that, be the that, line that, this motherfucker he'll be a one-man <laughs> army then a feminist like just say just say some shit we need to respect our sisters y'all shit niggas turned on jesse for saying that shit you did that really you gonna bring it up now of all times like <laughs> that's the one thing you can lose everybody on um but yeah it does not it does make exceptions for people with law enforcement stuff but there's no exception for enthusiastic collectors or groups like cox not glocks which staged an anti-campus carry law rally last year which means you can legally own more guns and sex toys in the lone star state no one was prosecuted after the rally for handing out dildos and a federal appeals court overturned the statute about a decade ago but thus far the ongoing legislative session in austin uh lawmakers have paid scant attention to taking it off the books um so 
Well, I mean, you know, up until recently, gay sex was illegal in, um, Still is a lot of places. Yeah, still, still is, is a lot of places. Um, well, I think the I think that the once the Supreme Court ruled on it, because mm-hmm. the Supreme Court ultimately ruled on it, and I think that overturned everything because it superseded all the state stuff. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, but that was still pretty recent yeah. that that happened, and I mean recent like within the last eight to ten years. Yep, yep. Like sodomy laws, they used to be a thing where it's like uh two gay dudes fucking in the park uh throw some sodomy on that too you know what i mean yeah, like bring a little bit of sodomy on yeah. it yeah uh blackish is getting a spinoff called collegeish and it's been officially ordered to series at freeform and it'll star yar uh shahidi yay so she's getting her own show it's almost like they're going um a more woke version of cosby in a different world right mm-hmm. so yeah, with, with with less of Mm-hmm. yeah yeah the copy yeah yeah less, less of that hopefully um uh, and yeah it's kind of interesting too because it's not gonna be on the same network um uh, even though disney owns freeform right uh it's gonna be a 13 episode series um and uh Dion cole will also be in it so i wonder what they're gonna do to have what, what's his role gonna be in it because i love Dion cole man. that's a funny ass dude um but uh yeah um all the the cool young kids are going now like a lot of their Mm -hmm. a lot of the um young programming that used to be like whatever the cw or whatever yeah the nerd shit the the nerd shit going over there cloak and dagger uh i want to say either new mutants or one of them like yeah they getting a lot of properties over there so yeah i I don't even know what channel it is me either so it's like (laughs) i have a rise i have files and it's like Six ninety nine. Okay, I think like it's down there, but I have it in my favorites because it does like Harry Potter weekends. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I gotta look a, look it up, man, because uh, it, it looks like it, I'm gonna be watching this channel because uh, I do follow all that nerd shit. So I gotta see Cloak and Dagger. Um, it wasn't Disney; it was ABC Family. It used to be ABC Family. Okay, okay. Well, good for them on the rebrand. Speaking of rebranding and new spinoff shows george rr R. martin says there are five game of thrones spinoffs in developments and they're all prequels and the winds of winter still ain't here and the winds of winter I'm still ain't head. here mm-hmm. 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 i'm gonna punch him right now told y'all he gonna die for all the shit get done that man old you know what's interesting to me is as a person that didn't read the books and i know they mm-hmm. left a lot of stuff out because people that read the books normally do try to tell you all the stuff that you don't want to know um and it's kind of dying down because we're getting it to a point where they don't have a book but we about to get a season it's kind of done like there's there's nothing else you can do with the books after uh season last season last season was the first season that we had like there were clips of the winds of winter but there was nothing there's no book to go with and i love i'm not even gonna lie it was the most peacefulest game of thrones season ever i loved it no motherfuckers was like well but that book said you ought to no i'm not gonna read it it was peaceful they were just mad it was peaceful book diversions um there were some that i didn't like um but i think i for most of the diversions from the book i liked it because the books are so fucking long mm. yeah. there and there's a lot of things that are great for reading but they're just you just kind of streamline that shit right for for television like people don't want to watch all that shit and a lot of it is like descriptive right. so the book is going to be longer because it has to lay out the scene 
for things that you're just gonna, gonna literally see. So right. something that might take a whole page to describe literally takes you like six seconds to see because all these things are going on around it. So it's, right. you know. it'll, it would be hilarious if people watch the whole season and shit and we get to the end and then he changes it in the book. That would be so good. You know, because then it's like people kind of get surprised both ways, but he would be a, such a dick for that too, because that means he lied to HBO. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting um, because I do feel like one of the things I like about Game of Thrones as a TV show, as a person that doesn't read the books, it feels like such a rich world with so much history mm-hmm. uh, because they threw you just in the middle of it and they yeah. didn't you know they didn't pick to tell you the story from the beginning so you're kind of figuring out some of the ties that go all the way back and it really makes it a fun rewatch because mm-hmm. like when i go back and watch like season one and shit i'll be like oh nigga so they basically own theon like a slave to stop this war like it changed it adds so much more depth that i just couldn't have possibly gotten in episode one without reading those books but now i hope they don't i hope they don't go to the well too often and kind of ruin the allure mystique and the richness of this world by giving us every little painstaking detail because five series that's a lot that's a lot of characters a lot of people and at some point is it just about the money now like what like what's happening like don't reduce the quality of this great show for for some change man because that that really would cheapen the whole you don't made your money dog yeah yeah so that's my feelings anyway. Uh, so I, don't know, I mean, I don't know how many of the uh, prequels that I'll bother with, if any. Yeah, I can see because I know people are gonna be like, "Y'all gonna review them?" I'm like, I mean, if they good, if these shits turn out to be trash, I'm about to be like, pretend it didn't happen. You know, what I'm saying be like the it'll be like the Star Wars prequels were for a while. Where it was like, what what prequels now? What happened? <laughs> Till Anakin was revealed to be a fuckboy, then it was all worth it for me. Cause fuck Anakin. Um, alright. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move it to, um, you know what? Let's do some white people news, guys. That's right. Prepare your ears. Um, cause I know a lot of you guys, uh, don't really like this segment. <laughs> but, uh, I gotta, um, I gotta give you guys some white people news let's see okay. what uh how about this selection oh wait i need to put it on the screen donna hold on y'all need to see what these white folks is up to uh with the song oh, listen they need to y'all need to be aware of what white folks is doing to, to our music and i'm gonna be on the forefront of the battle to get our music back but we have you to make expose them stop y'all. we have to expose y'all to what's happening okay now some of these videos only got like four thousand views. It's not too late to get them to stop. <laughs> we can find them. I got I got a couple of these people to take their shit down. Like I went back to look at the video, it was gone because people was like, "Thank you for spreading the awareness." I'm gonna cuss this white person out. No, <laughs> and, and it worked. Like that one, you know the girl uh, who's saying, "Don't touch my hair." Mm-hmm. She took hers down. Yeah, yeah that white girl had no business singing that song. Come on, like, touching your hair, Becky. Anyway, this is uh dj chinette and he's singing how does it feel by d'angelo the acoustic cover i they love them goddamn acoustic guitar
Got to him a little bit. That high note. Who little kid that done got on here? Ain't no bass in his voice. <laughs> he not shirtless. He ain't. Where is his mama? Because I'm about to tell her he being nasty on the internet. Right. His balls ain't came down yet. I know they come out them sockets. I learned that on what's the teeth. Mm, they need to come out them sockets. <laughs> oh. Where is his mama? I don't know, but he, he hit that. How does it feel? <laughs> he got high on that joint. Mm-hmm. And he made the soulful face. Mm. Boy, I tell you, mm-hmm. I already know. You know what's funny is every time that I laugh at these, I still get at least one person on Twitter is like, you know, that one wasn't too bad. I'm like, they're all bad. Mm-hmm. Leave our shit alone. How does it feel? It feels terrible. <laughs> it feels like I shouldn't be doing this with you. How does it sound? <laughs> It feels like you need to get away from me before they charge me with statutory rape. Get away from me. <laughs> uh, drive them out. That's what happens when your mama black boyfriend lets you listen to her, his music. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. I can guarantee you. What's that little boy's name? I guarantee you his mama got the haircut. DJ Chanette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I feel like if you doing a cover of a D'Angelo song, I shouldn't be able to tell the words you know it's kind of it's kind of ah! like it's kind of like when they do the it's kind of like when they do covers of rihanna at work and i'll be oh, like i love that i'll be like i understand too many of these words you didn't do it right because <laughs> rihanna when rihanna does i'm just like summer number now and i'm a word i love that song that's my jam right the white people be doing it you hear every word it's like work it work 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 like- it's really white explaining in music form it really is it's like rap genius but audio um anyway uh gotta do that y'all's man before we can get to uh uh unfortunately get to white people news and calm ourselves down um donald trump went overseas to saudi arabia to talk about um muslims and shit now y'all know how he talks about them here well he got over there, he got over there and um <clears throat> said this is not a battle between different faiths different sects or different civilizations this is a battle between barbaric criminals who seek to obliterate human life and decent people of all religions who seek to protect it this is a battle between good and evil um sounded kind of like a cuck right i mean 
when he be over here he just be like they all bad muslims are bad don't come in our country they're bad people over there apparently he has a change his tune a little bit i don't know because that they every all them brown people looking at you like motherfucker say something you might not make it out he called islam one of the world's great faiths really so is great devil but not great here in the states mm-hmm. he dismissed islamist as the foot soldiers of evil with no religious legitimacy effectively putting distance between islam and the ideology that fuels terrorist groups like isis now here's what's odd about that they were on obama's ass for eight years because he wouldn't use the term islamic terrorism uh or associate islam with terror now uh, they over there in their face ready to, to tell them like it is and all of a sudden they're making the distinction that oh people that do this terrorism in the name of islam they're not really that does that's not a representation of the religion huh that's uh, it's like the meme with that little girl on that video but when i'm in your face you don't never want to run up right right it's like these niggas are such keyboard gangsters man they are such fucking because when you're here in the states and you don't got to deal with them because you're not surrounded by them they're not in your purview you can talk all that shit but you in that country dog twitter he's such a fucking twitter thug dog soon as he got over there he's saying the same shit that every president has to say because you can't talk like that over there we do need these uh these not a war well and we do need to have allies across the world we can't just be like america against everybody dog and you know what's funny the worst part you won't even catch the same people that was on obama's ass you won't even catch them a whiff a whiff of criticism towards trump for capitulating Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. or softening his tone they're just gonna call that shit presidential watch right uh, oh yeah, he looked, he looked presidential. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's really you're president to yeah. the world, guys, and you can't go over there and make enemies. Okay, you know he and he wasn't soft. He wasn't soft on him. He told him you're like, no, nigga. When Obama said anything similar to this, it was he was soft, and basically Iran was gonna turn around and fuck us in the ass, and there was nothing we could do about it. And it's all because we got a little wimpy ass president. And now this nigga goes over there and it's completely does a 180 on his stance. And everybody's going to be like, what a president. I, what a great guy. Uh, anyway, um, uh, let's get into the good white people news. Okay, guys. Um, not what white people voted for and fucked up this whole country. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. Oh, I'll tell you some, some big news. Pippa Middleton done got married y'all and it was a bridezilla wedding okay oh shit what happened oh it was on okay seven hundred thousand pounds guys and i'm talking about the money not the weight (laughs) uh pippa's seven hundred thousand pound nuptials included two dresses for the big day and a two hundred thousand pound diamond engagement ring and forty thousand pounds worth of russian caviar mm, doing it up nice look when you're balling you know what i'm saying when you you're balling on ball. these hoes you gotta let them know the queen is back okay we're about to be running this wedding gonna cost you all day you're gonna have to get out of school early all day, nigga. and get banned from your prom to come to my wedding you know what i love you know what i love about this 
nobody knows or cares what her husband's name is. Like, who cares? Because right. it don't matter. Because she. <laughs> she ain't gonna she ain't gonna pick it up Mm-mm. this this nigga not even in the picture the first picture of the wedding he not even in it y'all oh look can we see I know it Megan Markle was there and i don't even know who he is who who her husband is mm-hmm like it's i'm looking at the picture right now and it's her and some woman standing next to each other because and, and she is listen she's holding hands with her husband in this picture they just cropped them out they're like don't nobody give a fuck don't nobody give a fuck who they photo cropped him out this this is like the second most shadiest thing that the daily mail does because the number one shadiest thing is whenever a famous person goes out with somebody that's not famous and they call you the mystery man in their life because they, they ain't they trying to find out who <laughs> they won't even google you <laughs> they just they not even gonna ask they just be like karen goes out with mystery man to ice get ice cream nah, like, that's how it will be the dairy queen right <clears throat> Putting on the society wedding of the year doesn't come cheap. The Pippa nuptials estimated to have cost 700,000 pounds. That figure includes the bride's 200,000 pound engagement ring, a dazzling 3.5 carat aster cut diamond set in a halo of smaller stones on a platinum band. British designer Giles, Giles, Giles Deacon was paid 40,000 pounds to produce two dresses for Pippa's big day, which she paired with a custom made two thousand pound heels by manolo blonick of course of course manolo blonick um <clears throat> there's some uh there's a picture of the back of her man's head <laughs> the shade is, is so real is he a hundred i don't know he old <laughs> Listen, that's our grandpa he gotta be a billionaire for this uh guest sipped 75 pound a bottle of sparkling wine from sussex vineyard night timber and tucked into a forty thousand pound worth of uh russian caviar with the church ceremony was a modest 500 pounds the studying 150 foot long glass marquee specially shipped in from belgium cost a further 100,000 pounds uh the three-course wedding breakfast for 320 guests at up to 200 pound a head was laid on by a crew of 30 chefs followed by a performance by one of the groom's favorite jazz bands the stunning six-tier cake by fiona carnes who made the cake for the royal wedding is thought to have cost about 15,000 pounds while the groom's party wore 900 pound a pair handmade shoes from edward green the couple the couple's parents must uh must at least have been relieved that the spitfire fly pass by the what bold to be flight academy was done for free so they had somebody fly over their wedding like we fly over like the super bowl with jets what <laughs> jesus christ i happen to think that i mean i'm so i i saw a picture of of her husband he's really ordinary looking but I, to, to be fair i think she's pretty ordinary looking too. i think both of those girls are mm-hmm. but they really like, tell me who they were they don't stand out yeah everybody at the whole foods like if we saw them at starbucks and they said point out the famous white woman i'd be like ah yeah. mm. oh man i'm gonna lose this round <laughs> can i can can you give me a clue all right give me a hint give me a hint uh one of them's people middle middleton oh man it's oh man mm-hmm. so she brunettes so one of the brunettes um rats will crawl like if you if you 
um, said, hey, Pippa, because then, you know, everybody in Starbucks is nosy. Like, mm-hmm. I've never seen a nosier group of people than white women in Starbucks, like, yes. ever. That's true. Maybe, maybe black women when they're trying to figure out your sexuality. That's it. <laughs> white women in Starbucks, black women when they're trying to find out that you're gay. The two <laughs> single most nosy groups in all of creation. <laughs> Uh, rats will crawl around you as you eat at this new creepy cafe, guys. Plastic rats. Nope. Real, actual, live ass rodents. Mm-mm. Get ratatouille the fuck out of here. Have you ever been enjoying a coffee, tea, or nice breakfast pastry and thought to yourself, a rat crawling on the table will make a much better experience? Well, you're in luck if you are in San Francisco, that is. The San Francisco Dungeon is a 60-minute live-action journey through 200 years' worth of the Bay's most riveting and sinister history. Now, for a limited time this summer, it is offering guests a new creepy experience. For just $50, that's right, you gotta pay. $50 to watch some rats crawl around you? They're gonna fuck around and bite somebody? Y'all didn't clean? What's happening here? Like, I can't just go to a Taco Bell in New York and have the same experience? just saying ride the subway in new york and one just get on with me i mean they everywhere just leave pizza on the ground in new york and watch it watch magic consume um for just fifty dollars people can sip their coffee while seated at a bistro style table nicely draped with red and white gingham uh tablecloths all while being surrounded by live rats you will get coffee tea or water and a breakfast pastry yeah the rats gonna eat it with you are those raisins in my breakfast pastry or Mm. right this ain't violating nobody health code right that's my question like how lenient are y'all with this uh after dining with the rat rodents crawling on you you get to interact with the rats for 15 minutes oh we get to do oh thank god the rats will be provided by ratty rats a local nonprofit dedicated to rat adoption and welfare the dungeon didn't immediately return a request for comment from buzzfeed news but the clarkson told either that the food wouldn't be made where the rats are dwelling we're, but then i'll be eating it there we're obviously following off food code and health and hygiene requirements uh reviews of the new experience online are mixed so that means people have done this rats anyone so cute shame it's only for two days san francisco's newest tourist trap rat cafe legalized pet rat says how amazing would that be hashtag pet rats hashtag rat cafe so you create a whole ass Twitter account? I gotta see how many followers you got, bruh. Mm-mm. And they all wipe. Yeah, come on. You know he ain't had nothing else to do. 686 followers. 686 people saw. Who are these people? Legalized pet, pet rats. I need to sign up for this shit. Holy shit. We're not vermin. I'm lovable. Rats are having sign, holding signs at the top of their header. And you know that the motherfucking rats are not sentient how did they write that all right lives matter oh my god look at they white person they are also followed by other rats lulu the rat cute rats viking rat uh uh you know who need to follow this account snake accounts right adopt need like a like a snake with like a rat mask on him like hey let's be friends <laughs> yo the snake account should just retweet all the rat accounts with the snake emoji just yes! right <laughs> <laughs> y'all his snake friends 
right to yeah. the predator am i right yeah <laughs> Too far? Okay. no no I, I i agree with that one uh <laughs> yes um <laughs> so yeah man the rats are gonna be eating there mm-hmm. i feel like that's white people news mm-hmm. right there but shout yeah. out i do know a black girl that that loves some rats she got two rat pets um my girl uh cheyenne so shout out to her because she uh she love her rats and she got rat, rat pets but i wouldn't eat down her house if the rats got to be hanging out with my food though i'm not gonna lie um Mm-mm. guys huma aberdeen is divorcing anthony weiner bitch finally That's what oh I my god i gotta say guys uh what's up with these kids these days what we don't believe in love no more I mean, you just gonna call it quits. So easy. It's like a man get caught cheating on you and sexting and sending his dick pics with your son laying there and finally gets caught sending it to an underage woman and now you just gonna give up on love? What happened to death do us part? Come on. You don't believe nothing. In sickness and health? Even if that sickness is his perverted uh, ability to send his dick pics to, to, to strangers on the internet? I mean, come on. Grandpa, after he got caught sending his dick to underage, like some of y'all wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for a woman tolerating an ain't shit man. Now look at you, ungrateful. I just can't believe she would do this to Anthony. Poor Anthony Weiner, the real victim. Finally, finally, we wouldn't have no problem if Weiner kept his Weiner to himself. (laughs) That's the problem. what does like i just wonder what she did in her life that she believes she deserved this Mm. Uh, that's the only explanation i have i feel like one i you know i feel the most for in these situations it's not her it's not her kid and it's not anthony weiner it's all her friends that's been telling her he ain't shit for a long time and she done cut them off you know she did and she done she done, she done cussed them out to their face you know because she done said she was leaving them before so you know they have had that awkward moment where you like good girl because he ain't shit you can do better i never like this ass anyway he was looking at me funny at your wedding that's why i ain't want to tell you because y'all and then like a week later she's like actually we're gonna work it out you like fuck <laughs> like no more right now we can't be friends and <laughs> the, the thing is people fuck up and you know i've seen marriages prepared on a lot of different things don't get me wrong but what you ain't gonna do is have me behind you looking like a fool at a prince conference because i'm not bringing my black mm-hmm. ass up there that right there is grounds for divorce someone on my facebook said every picture of him looked like he just apologized for sending somebody a dick pic you know and what every I, time. I can't unsee he always looks like this <laughs> and y'all know what on the low who knows how many times he has apologized and we just don't know it no i'm just saying every time i'm talking candid pictures like just yeah uh anthony weiner takes his son to the park his face be looking like mm, i'm bad y'all i, I did it again yeah mm, what am <laughs> i gonna do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just pictured that phone call to her friends where it's like hey girl um i finally uh i told him i told him it's over 
and i mean it for real this time it's like oh hold on oh okay I've been telling you he ain't shit, girl. I done told you for years. He was looking at my daughter funny. One time you went to the bathroom and this nigga pulled up his dick. We going out tonight, girl. Get your freaking dress on. Let's go. Even Hillary was like, damn, you finally left that nigga? I mean, I stuck with mine and, and even I was like, god damn. <laughs> gonna be terrible is that she's about to date a whole bunch of bad decision niggas oh yeah she's about to date Orlando's yeah. and Lorenzo's mm. and all other kind of O's that just ain't shit in life not the O's she gonna be like Melly uh fu- fucking that dude from um Pope and Associates that's what I think she need to do next Aww. uh she need to fuck Marcus uh <laughs> she just need a Marcus in her life uh, or as I like to call him uh new harrison she just need a new harrison in a life <laughs> i feel like we can get with jesse williams because they both need to um oh true re-brand. they do need to rebrand yeah that makes sense uh but yeah don't settle um when eddie murphy's ex-wife and what's his face got together oh um michael uh, uh strahan yeah they could be the new strahan and murphy or whatever her last name get your get your back blown out once or twice you you deserve it man you put up with a lot so Ah! ain't nobody gonna judge you look at this nigga face man every picture of him look the same yeah just sent my dick to just got caught sending my dick out man what a day right (laughs) tuesday am i right guys jesus uh you know what i might as well keep that sound going Uh, i'm not even gonna read the article but uh I don't know if we talked about this yet. Uh, Roger Roger Ailes died, so hell got a new demon tonight. When I heard that, all I all I could hear in the background was the Price Is Right. Every time somebody's called a nigga, a devil gets his horns. And oh lord! <laughs> in this case, it's Roger Ailes going down to that escalator in the. In the in the earth, uh, straight straight to what hell. Of oh, shit, right? Couldn't have died soon enough. Honestly, if this would have happened ten years ago, it would have been too late. Uh, glad like, you I, that, I was like, just. Mm-hmm. Evil live forever. Dick Cheney somewhere like, oh, so it can happen. You know what I mean? Oh Lord, right? Like Satan showed up to Dick Cheney, like you next, buddy. See you in a little bit uh but yeah as soon as i heard the news y'all know what it was Murdoch 
is that dude still alive he need to go next it just didn't seem right that prince was gone and roger l still alive right or was 20 hey you know what what? 2016 taketh away but 2017 giveth back oh boy boy we just gotta (laughs) if we just got a slate of just evil white men dying for 2017 i'd be okay with 2016 i might take you know i would throw away my 2016 is trash shirt i would throw it away if if enough old white men die i might just fucking around and throw that shit in the trash i need the grim reaper to start cutting like wwe promos (laughs) like bill o'reilly we're coming for you nigga (laughs) (laughs) oh that's gonna be hilarious oh man um all right let's uh is there anything oh here's some extreme white people news okay uh the most pain i've ever experienced lena dunham cancels her lenny irl tour as she reveals endometriosis has returned so she's uh she's sick y'all uh she promised to bring laughter poetry passion and community in the midst of these divided and painful times but on Saturday, Lena Dunham announced she's had to cancel her upcoming LR, I mean Lenny IRL tour due to a health scare. What oh. is that? Uh intro endometriosis? Mm-hmm. Um I guess I have to look it up. It's, it's something to do with your I can't remember all of it. Like it 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 affects your fertility. It's something to do, if I'm not mistaken, with your uterine uterine lining. Mm. Um which it gives you problems with menstruation and it's painful and all that and yeah it's an often painful disorder in which tissue that normally lines the inside of your uterus the endometrium grows inside your uterus endometriosis most commonly involves your ovaries fallopian tubes and the tissue lining your pelvis so lower abdominal pain that she's going through guys okay like it's serious the people who i've known people who have had it and it's really painful and sometimes they can't have kids or it you know makes pregnancy really difficult and and all that jazz so i think i speak for all of us when we say we just want lena dunham to feel better and to get well soon and, yeah so she can and get, never get in front of a mic or camera again right. I, we need her to get better so she can get back to pissing us off guys okay yeah. um I, I feel sorry for her sorry she can't do a tour painful. i don't like i don't i don't wish any i don't wish suffering on anyone and i don't like i don't how, however you feel about somebody in their politics or whatever and, mm-hmm. or, or they're they're being stupid it's <laughs> like she says a lot of silly shit right but that's some painful shit exactly exactly um but i i do wonder what happens to the rest of the tour like because i know she had other people coming with her so i wonder what's up with those ladies um and whatnot but yep hope she feels better man um so there you go uh i know she says she's losing weight and shit because she's stressed out about the trump administration and all this stuff so at any rate um feel get well soon lena dunham i mean that sincerely um forget 10 days by a pool meet the couple who have been honeymooning for months on a road trip through south america in a four by four and they have no idea when the trip will end it must be nice must be white yeah uh loved up couple have been driving that four by four through south america for their honeymoon for months and without a plan and they have no idea where the trip will end and without a plan 
without a plan confident dimitri o yes that is his real surname 31 proposed to his now wife sarah by showing her an online blog he had created to document their future honeymoon which they embarked on last november um wow uh, and then just a bunch of pictures of them not content with 10 days by a pool adventurous newlyweds demetri and sarah 29 have spent the past six months traveling through glacier lakes and rainforests in their wedding car a toyota land cruiser uh this is a great toyota commercial by the way they're they gonna probably get paid off of that living in their car yeah it's not, or they're i guess they're driving in that car i don't know what they might be sleeping in it sarah vlamenchek uh <laughs> she looks like mixoplex i don't even know how you pronounce that where are the vowels anyway our wedding was the first time we got to ride our land cruiser together as it was our ceremony vehicle which we also used for our photo shoot we had talked about our plans for future and not making a mistake to postpone dreams sarah and dimitri from antwerp belgium set off to explore the extreme and breathtaking landscape of south america four months after they tied the knot in august sarah sacked in her job as a talent manager at a renewable energy supplier for the honeymoon while engineer dimitri has been able to work on the go as a self-titled digital nomad (laughs) only white people get to be like that what do you do for a living digital nomad just made it's called homelessness (laughs) just made it up three minutes ago i'm a digital nomad i have like white people are incredible like i just like white and it's always like if the put like if they were just slightly ugly it's like this homeless motherfucker is dragging this girl all through the jungle like that never changes completely that's a damn shame that that ugly nigga dragged that lady through the jungle if that that's was... what happens when you're ugly but when you're moderately attractive <laughs> and white homelessness is not homelessness and that oh, is no. fascinating no, if, it, if it was black it'd be like man kidnapped kidnaps wife takes right. her, takes her to south america <laughs> But she was all of her deceived. Like you don't, you don't get to just like drag somebody out and be homeless when you ugly. I love these pictures. This is a thing for real. I, I I absolutely love these pictures. I don't even know why they got ski things in this one. There's no snow anywhere. around them. They just got skis. Uh, the pictures are beautiful. Like it's a beautiful experience. Right. But it's look cool. how much fun they're having. That picture right there looks like. Uh, uh, 800 credit score that, look at that picture ah! oh man oh somebody said they walking pose walking pose okay i didn't uh-huh. see i ain't never been nowhere y'all oh to hike the mountains see i don't go hiking so i don't know dimitri said we both love road trips and started to fantasize about the pan a pan american overland trip we worked until the last minute before the wedding to get the brakes fixed just in time wow the brakes weren't even fixed on the car when they got married and that was Can all they needed imagine, just imagine an ugly man doing this imagine an ugly man telling you girl the brakes don't work well let's drive to south america <laughs> if i we save up right now we can get them brakes fixed girl uh it was sarah's first time behind the wheel as she drove it to the ceremony which was a big day for all of us somewhere in the summer 2015 we decided we wanted to do a, a trip and gave ourselves roughly a year to prepare and by preparing we mean only the car we didn't plan the things we to see and do in advance we blew in the brand we flew in the buenos Aires november 8th 2016 so that's about six months now and we don't know when we'll end the trip so how did the car get there they flew that in too probably had to 
wow we'll go to belgium when we run out of money and when we feel like it freedom is part of our experience we were also thinking about getting kids and buy our own place but we also felt we had to do this big trip now before having these attachments it was only november 2015 that dimitri thought the trip of a lifetime would be fun to do with his wife as a honeymoon rather than his girlfriend he created the website and logo for a global honeymoon and proposed to sarah using the blog he has set up based on his life story to date sarah said generally we live day by day our original plan was to go to ushaya argentina in montreal to montreal canada but after roughly one and a half months on the road and having reached puerto natales in chile we changed the plan many have proven before us that you can ride the pan-american highway from south to north in roughly six months but that would mean doing a lot of kilometers every day and that was not the goal of our trip wow it's it's a if you're gonna do that you should definitely do that before you have a mortgage and kids and and all that jazz it's still homelessness though yeah well you know it's definitely a white privilege because i guarantee you ain't no brown people could come to the united states with no house no attachments no nothing be like we just want to drive through this bitch yeah that's true it's also not ever this also would be a fire ass discovery id episode if he kills her and gets the insurance money just saying (laughs) like that shit would be amazing because he done got married they probably got insurance together take on this trip where you can get rid of it and should never be found y'all have a lot of time alone together because i guarantee you most of this trip y'all are isolated claim some brown people kidnapped her you don't know what the fuck happened you just woke up in the middle of your toyota and called the police and uh yeah man i mean be careful girl watch your back i've, I've this is how it starts i'm just saying Bro, he drove you down there. He got you down there with bad brakes. Right, right. Oh, I like, told him to drive. That would be my, my red flag. <laughs> Ain't no brakes. Ba- baby, can you drive down the hill so you can get a better picture of me on top of the mountain? Okay. <laughs> just just let me drive down to the edge of this cliff and stop. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait for Matt Damon to play him in the movie. Don't trust him, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh at any rate um good for you guys let's get into uh some guests to race guys can't can't end the show without some racism here um and you know that's what we provide at the blackout tips uh, i gotta stop sharing my screen because y'all can't see the system and inform your guesses uh all right where's my guest to race music uh it's at the top of the list and here your we go screen is still up. Mm-hmm. oh it's still up yeah damn i definitely took it off hold on uh and we still see i thought i was gonna go down but it's like "Mm -mm, here i am Mm. all right uh i must have to refresh then because it it won't go off and it looks blank to me but uh i guess you guys can see it all right refreshing give me a second guys Mm -mm -mm. all right Oh, I guess I can still play the song when I get back on. Um, I don't know, man. It's like Crowdcast just has not liked me all day today. I swear it's because I updated my computer, man. Yeah, one and it was one of the big updates too. Yeah, wait, hear you, Karen. Hmm? Oh yeah, she can't hear you, but okay. that's because uh, I can't hear you. Whenever, whenever, um. Rod goes off, you get muted. 
he's silencing you the audio is through me he is he's silencing me i love women okay my wife my wife is a woman okay i love women all right my wife is a woman i don't sell podcasts to nobody but men but if you want to get some women podcasts go to a women podcast company okay five hundred dollars an episode uh support support us uh all right here here we go uh (laughs) now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news arguments from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today mel from the cspn podcast network and karen to guess the race and the chat room plays along and y'all are all racist Mm-mm-mm. let's see what's going on a police officer is charged with stealing package of hamburger he stuffed down his pants uh sergeant john police uh wait i'm sorry a saint john police sergeant has resigned after allegedly stuffing a 30 dollar package of hamburger down his pants and walking out the store without paying for it on april 21st Hmm. the des perez police department issued a summons for shoplifting to matthew bartholomew 36 of kirkwood his attorney travis noble said Bartholomew recently resigned from the police force. He said his client planned to enter a plea of not guilty. If you're not guilty, why you resign? He's devastated, Noble said. He was a police sergeant and a highly decorated police officer and had been law enforcement for 15 years. He saved someone from a burning home. He was highly regarded. Noble said Bartholomew's career is on the line and he wants to clear his name. He's accused of stealing hamburger from Deerberg's market uh according to police documents he was observed at 2 15 p.m concealing a package of hamburger in the front of his pants he was wearing large car a large cardinals pullover a store security officer said she watched him pay for items in the shopping cart but he did not pay for the meat officer said once he exited the store she approached him and escorted him to the lost prevention office while in the office i asked the subject to remove the meat from inside of his pants and he pulled his dick out nice right never... oh you want to see the meat girl hold on that's all you had to say close the door close the door y'all uh... <laughs> he was like arby's he has the meats uh he explained to uh he explained to me he was a police officer um and the statement said that he was informed of the store's po- policy to call police for theft of items over thirty dollars. Oh, he stole a lot of hamburger. That's a lot of. How did you get all that in your pants, bro? Thirty dollars? You must have stole that tube. You know that big ass tube they got. Mm-hmm, the long ones. <laughs> he was like, "Girl, this is my print." Yeah, I guess it was hanging out my romper. You seen that? <laughs> seen something you like down there? Um, <clears throat> but. uh yeah they called the police the security guard conferred with the manager of the store who then made the call while in the office the subject started saying that he he begs me not to do anything because he'll lose his job and that is his life she advised him that the store was going to prosecute because of the amount of the theft uh, st john officials confirmed that bartholomew is no longer employed by the police department and his court date is set june 5th 6 at 6 30 p.m 
guess the race of matt bartholomew's karen uh white he had to steal meat to beat his meat all right uh <laughs> what about you mel he is a white because he was shocked at getting arrested he pulled the but i'm a police officer mm. and he um he was worried about losing his job that's white all right all right let's see what they say in the chat room uh he got the meats should have went to arby's white that's some hamburger helper i don't want any part of what oh, <laughs> oh. oh man um uh he considers himself a hamburger helper white oh you just oh joe you was one second too late Mm-mm-mm. uh he wasn't going to season the burgers white knows the rule on how to steal hamburger white hamburger oh, that's good i got plenty meat in these pants girl white black white blue lives ain't packing white <laughs> <laughs> hamburger guitar ham, wait hamburger white uh nypd moo white <laughs> nypd moo he was gonna beat that meat like the minority suspect white jesus oh, oh. white as pink as he likes his hamburger white as anthony weiner's wiener he had enough room in his pants for the meat white oh oh the slander the slander miss kcp uh black rod says would have gotten away with it if he had shot a black person in the process oh oh it hurts because it's true the correct answer i can't even laugh at it i'm just like oh he's good (laughs) that's what he did you see i read that and i dead ass started thinking how many of these motherfuckers start looting right after they go and shoot somebody black where did he go who the black person that did this uh all right uh the correct answer is white you guys got it right for the most part Uh, a couple of you did miss it i saw a couple blacks in there black men start every day thinking eh, i might get fired today like just right. for doing regular shit <laughs> like a so. black person listen a black person might steal some meat and a black person might be a police officer but ain't no black police officer stealing no meat you can't be both of those at the same time guys i'm sorry okay well, if you would said a black officer police officer pulled out. his meat out at the store i would have had more belief in that sorry <clears throat> anyway that's him he does look a little uh brownish or something I got something in him, but he white. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. All right, so far everybody's one for one. Uh, is it still showing my screen? I'm no, good. No way. Okay. Um, a woman, 44 years old, is accused of faking brain cancer to friends to collect forty thousand dollars in donations before jetting off to the U.S. As surgeons claim, she never received treatment uh 44 year old woman has been accused of faking a brain tumor to collect forty thousand dollars in donations from friends and family before traveling overseas to spend her cash debbie coughlin from mer willembaum nsw uh told her friend she had she was diagnosed with pineal brain tumor and desperately needed medical funds she claimed the only doctor who could operate on her tumor was in a clinic in the united states and asked for money to fly there um 
the town rallied together and they made managed to raise forty thousand dollars in generous donations one man mark lawrence even donated seven hundred dollars of his own cash to a woman he thought was dying a fundraiser with dozens of attendees had, was even held uh in her name to help run raise the funds but her friends now claim she lied about having a disease it just baffled me that someone would do that and to their so-called friends one man said it demeans what cancer patients are going through it just makes a joke of it another female friend said miss coughlin told police she was headed to skull base institute in los angeles to receive life-saving surgery but her friends claimed there was little proof she ever went there skull base sounds like what skeletor fights he man uh senator survivor karen court uh i mean sorry cancer survivor karen court asked miss miss coughlin to provide documents to prove she was headed to la for surgery but she said she refused to cough them up miss coughlin then traveled to america in october 2016 for her alleged surgery but photos surfaced on social media of her sightseeing and even attending a wedding that she was she was supposed to be recovering that means she kind of sound like a twitter scammer that was tough right uh it's you know what that means y'all pay for somebody wedding gift y'all y'all yeah. did that <laughs> a current affair contacted skull base institute in la but surgeons there claim they never heard of miss coughlin she also claimed to have received chemotherapy at another hospital that said she never stopped uh stepped a foot in the door uh guess the race of this woman oh i just feel like oh i'm sorry oh no but I, i'm 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 gonna go uh white okay i'm I'm still gonna go with white because I feel like Australia is just a little too racist for that many people to be handing off that much cash to a black woman. So okay, for anybody mm-hmm. other than white, so yeah, white. Yeah, they're not gonna trust us with that much money. Let's check yeah. the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, she needed the money for Toyota South American honeymoon. White then asked for thoughts and prayers from Facebook. White, white. There should be a special place in hell for folks who fake cancer. White. 40k for medical bills without proof becky with the lack of funds yeah Aww. yeah leslie and um, marissa couldn't even get money for helping black women uh without having to disclose some money like they was like mm, how i know this money gonna go to help some black women it's like because we black women i don't know i don't know i need to see about this meanwhile they're giving somebody forty thousand dollars for motherfucking uh a cancer uh when she went on vacation uh let's see uh white white no checks just cash please white faking the illness and able to get out of the country with the money white only hear about white women pulling this shit white because if she was black her friends would have just thrown a cookout and been like we gonna miss you girl (laughs) come on man y'all would have played shoot oh man white white people been stealing since 100 bc it's what they do best white tears go up instead of down uh the correct oh, answer Lord. the correct answer is and y'all all guess the same thing and you're all correct she was a white woman <laughs> by the way do you know how fucking invested you have to be to know that you to be on her facebook page and the see that first fucking picture of hers that's her balling in america like being sick uh, uh, maybe it's just me being sick is something you don't play with because there's a lot of people that are actually 
sick out here and yeah. actually are you know are suffering and shit like that and you know it's one of these things where the next person who actually might be sick might not get the money because you fucking scammed them mm-hmm. yeah i just want to see i just want to see the face of the first person that saw her taking pictures at the oh, wedding like you know they were flaming mad ain't, ain't she supposed to be recovering from the cancer uh it looked like she on facebook doing the the uh electric slide i don't know <laughs> is this the chicken dance what is this what part of recovery is this uh let's see here's another one uh, how about this a woman who dressed as a dinosaur to spook horses turns herself in what you heard me charleston south carolina a woman who police say wore a dinosaur costume and spooked carriage horses in south carolina has turned herself in charleston police spokesman charles francis said in a statement that 26 year old nicole wells is charged with disorderly conduct and wearing a mask or disguise francis says wells was dressed in an orange tyrannosaurus rex costume (laughs) and walked towards the horses pulling the carriage she started growling thursday even though the driver shouted several times for her to leave when the horses became spooked the driver was thrown from the carriage which ran over his leg the horses and the passengers in the carriage were not injured palmetto carriage works owner tony tom doyle suggests the event was a stunt by protesting animal rights activists the but why so how would how would scaring the horse not also be hurting the animal's well-being and, uh, that makes no sense right? uh the, i tried to scare them that they was gonna get ate by a dinosaur to free them uh the police statement did not give a motive wells didn't have a phone listen that isn't wasn't known that she has a lawyer guess the race white karen's going white, white. okay mel you going white, white too all right let's see what, see what the chat room thinks then okay it's like uh everybody seems to be going white on this one i mean dinosaur a spook even like horses there's a part of me that's like white women and horses but but mm. white a spook but this time they aren't black white Aww. nothing but time and horse peeing on her hands white peter crazy animal lives matter white her privilege stat is maxed out at 999 uh was so drunk she thought she had on her clan, clan robes white Aww. white prank gone wrong white white definitely white nonsense white member of peter think all lives matter white white devil dinosaur ha that's a great that's so good brilliant villain uh white devil dinosaur so good oh my yeah <laughs> we had that's what we need uh comic book coon girl and white devil dinosaur oh <laughs> be about stacy dash and uh <laughs> i don't know who's the white devil now the l's is dead uh <laughs> murdoch yeah bill o'reilly and stacy dash just do a show together called coon girl and white devil dinosaur uh thought she could run from the t-rex and hills white but why dinosaur outfit though white white like the engineers from her jurassic park enclosure white tommy lauren uh the correct (laughs) i like how you spell tommy lauren correct joe spacely and then jay went below and said tony lauren because we don't say her name correctly Mm -hmm. here tammy Tammy. (laughs) you're right come on now uh anyway uh i don't even have a picture but we all know it's white so just everybody congratulate yourself 
Like I spent some time this morning looking for her picture, then I was like, "Why? We know she white. Come on, we know it. <laughs> Ain't no black people acting like that. She really was a dead ass in this dinosaur costume, fucking with these horses, though, man. It's so, it's so funny. It's like some Eric Andre skit type shit, man. But somebody really got hurt because and she. I guarantee she think this is okay. Like, yeah, he of got course. hurt, but look what they do to the horses every day. And who's speaking for the horses? Oh man. All right let's go to uh the bonus round and we'll get out of here guys um here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far everybody's three for three i believe so only one person said black so we will see how they finish in the bonus round all right let's see how about um what's the best one? Oh, here's one uh pennsylvania woman says god told her to throw bricks at white men <laughs> they said my case was sealed what <laughs> now they did say uh <sighs> i am an atheist but this is one way to get me to believe i'm just saying i'll go to your church uh to the woman in the western pennsylvania arrested for allegedly throwing bricks at a man's car it was a prophecy from god commanding her to throw bricks at white men to police in Pittsburgh, virginia i mean pennsylvania it was simply a crime According to KDKA TV, suspect Jasmine Fox, 31, is accused of throwing bricks at a man's car Monday morning. The motorist told police he caught Fox throwing bricks at his car and chased her into an abandoned Roman Catholic school. Sure enough, police found Fox, who was homeless, hiding in the school's locker room. Upon her arrest, Fox allegedly told cops she was carrying out a prophecy from God, urging her to attack white men with bricks. The male motorist, who was an apparent target of her alleged biblical wrath, was not identified in the story. There's no immediate injury uh, information if he had injuries if it, or anything. Meanwhile, Fox faces uh, charges of propulsion of missiles. What? Yeah. Propulsion of missiles? What? That has to be. What the fuck does that even mean, dog? Is that like the same thing we would, if you shot like a bazooka, we'd be like, oh, propulsion of missiles, nigga. That's 16. That has- Pennsylvania is like North Texas. It's like Florida and Texas had a baby. So, yeah, apparently law the statute is 2707. Uh it is whoever intentionally throws, shoots or propels a rock, stone, brick or piece of iron, steel or like metal or any deadly or dangerous missile or firebomb into a vehicle or instrumentally uh instrumentality of public transportation that is occupied by one or more person commits the misdemeanor of propulsion of missiles holy shit criminal mischief and defiant trespass karen guess the race of uh jasmine fox i have to excuse myself because this is the story that was covered yesterday with chris oh okay all right all right well what about you uh this is really hard and i actually do not know the answer because i don't i don't watch pittsburgh news enough Mm. Um, I want to say I, I still want to say white. 
okay going on going with white let's check the chat room the 92 bricks jay lost when he went to good the 92 bricks jay-z lost went to good use i guess that's black listen to one too many bad advice shows black <laughs> yeah saron would tell you to do something like this mm-hmm. uh let let she who is with melanin fat cast the first stone at the oppressor black the lord told the police to lock your black ass up she's a brick house black <laughs> i mean she's a brick house black <laughs> brick replacer nomad white she isn't a chalk outline white i'll say Aww. black the crime seems very white i'm gonna say black based on the charge arrested and not killed white in pittsburgh white girls can be called jasmine mm, that's interesting yeah. white yeah where did he go <laughs> wait uh where's go for me uh yeah we need to get her out y'all like uh we need we need to set something up and black terminator the correct answer is male went white most of y'all went black and male you're correct she was white yeah it's pittsburgh I... what is it about pittsburgh Pittsburgh is really white and most of the um most of the homeless people mm-hmm. are really white and they are very tired of white men here i hear very you <laughs> listen i normally don't do this but i'd understand if the local black lives matter chapter wanted to bail her out for that mother's day promotion they was doing yeah. <laughs> And, and the, the other thing, like, there's been an influx. I don't know, like, um, I know Lauren in the chat, she lives here, but, I, like, I don't know if you've been paying attention downtown. There has been, I don't know if a bus dumped off here or what, but there have been a lot of new homeless people mm. downtown. And so, and they've, they've all been white. Okay. And, so. of course, uh, some people did say black, so gotta get booed. I'm trying to get a picture in the chat my uh screen share is acting stupid real quick give me a give me a second guys let's see if i can uh i'm, I'm gonna try to refresh and come right back so i gotta I see because i want to see if she's one of the people i've spoken to recently okay let me uh refresh i'm gonna silence karen and let mel go on her own real quick there's enough out of you karen okay you, and you mel, don't control me you and mel have been talking a little too much you don't control nothing over here. I know you out in these streets with your other man, cause uh, Mel said that's how you know what restaurants to go to now. Mm-hmm. Why? Cause I, you've been seeing my pictures on TMZ, and now I'll be naming my male uh, companion, Mystery Man, and Mystery mm-hmm. Man Number Three. Man, it's showing me on screen, but then it's showing me blank. Is it? I'm you're not, not. You're not moving. Okay, there you go. Okay. You went away. Wait, I was on screen. God but, damn it! But you weren't moving. You had froze. Okay. All right. Try to refresh one more time. <sighs> life is so hard as a black man Duh! this is what lavar ball was right it's just like emmett till y'all trying to kill the black man oh, Lord. Is, is is next up <laughs> um i live really close to downtown and right now what i pay in rent i would probably be paying triple that anywhere else but mm. i pay to live in the proximity of downtown, I would probably be paying close to three thousand dollars, say living in in um DC or one of those places. But I don't. 
Well, that's her. Did it show up? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. She like she had that shit on her mind. Like, yo, God yeah. was like, these white men is fucking up. So, you know what's sad, man? There's so many people that they claim to be religious. They claim to believe in God. But then whenever somebody be like, God told me to throw bricks at white men, they be like, lock up. Obviously. Yeah, like, <laughs> have you have you met white men in Pittsburgh? Come on. God really couldn't They're, couldn't have said maybe maybe God thought Ben Roethlisberger was gonna walk by. You don't know, right? Come on, right? Exactly. She might be without sin. Y'all don't know. She, she might be the one he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I can throw this stone. Right. He said it was all good. I ain't did nothing bad. Uh, all right, man. Last thing, sword ratchetness. A commentary, yeah. She, they are lucky she didn't have a sword, because if God would have said yeah. cut, cut these white men in half, I think she would have did it. Oh, that'd have been sliced up. Uh, commentary. Yeah. That's how we know God is black. That's God. <laughs> that really does look like Morgan Freeman in my head. Yeah, <laughs> like, like better skin, but yeah. He's 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 Morgan Freeman from Wanted. Apparently, he's he's thug, thug Morgan Freeman and shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, he could be um Orlando from um uh Orla- American God from American Gods. He could be that God. Maybe it was a Nazi talking to her, like kill these motherfuckers. Uh, three men were arrested in Leamington after police found this samurai sword in their car. An Audi A3 was stopped at 3 a.m. on Thursday uh, after police received reports of a pedestrian having been hit by a car. A uh, Japanese-style ceremonial sword was found inside the vehicle, and a 23-year-old man and a 16-year-old boy, both from Coventry, were arrested on suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon in a public space. A 34-year-old man, also from Coventry, was arrested on suspicion of possessing an offensive weapon in a public place and suspicion of possessing cannabis. A man in his 40s was taken to Warwick Hospital for treatment of to what are thought to be minor injuries to his head, leg, and arm. It's not clear yet if the incidents are linked, but officers would like to hear from anyone who may have witnessed a collision on High Street. Wow. Three dudes driving around at 3 in the morning with a sword in the car. Something was high on that street. Died at night. What'd you say? somebody was gonna die that night yeah somebody was high on that street i'll tell you that much yeah all right guys that's it um for this for today's show mel as always it is lovely to have you it is thanks for having me it's always so super fun we love having you on we appreciate you and we'll be back uh tomorrow guys so until then i love you i love you too